0: All right, so we are back, uh, Cutler Cast, episode forty-one. Finally, finally, we locked the man, the one and only, Mark Anthony.
1: What's going on, bro? What's up, brother? Finally, I got to be on. Get a little closer. Yeah, there you I go. go. I was wondering why it took so long, right, Matt?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, no, well, we, we had to, we had to save the
0: best. We one. know you're a busy guy, so <laughs> you know and it's hard. It's hard to, to lock you in. I know you're all over the place right now, and. You know, we were talking about the gym culture in Vegas, and it's been a it's been a minute, you know, since you came here. I mean, we met a long time ago, but you know, tell me about kind of what's uh, what's taking up a lot of your day right now.
1: You know, as of late, the last two years um, since I, I, I stopped competing, last show I did was in 2017. Um, I've just been really busy with you know online coaching, um, my wife Jennifer Dory, of course, because she's Miss
0: Olympia Bikini
1: bikini olympia and she's been uh you know pretty busy with travel and um training and you know getting ready for olympias and all that kind of fun stuff but i just try to keep myself busy after competing because you know i was entertaining the 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 thought of competing again i told you no yeah fortunately you (laughs) talked you talked me out of it why are you being
2: a bully why don't you let him just do his thing
1: come on (laughs) no 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 I'll say this. Everything that Jay's ever told me to do or not to do, if I've ever gone against what he's told me, I, I've failed <laughs> miserably. <laughs> so, so, so if Jay actually says something, you, you, I listen. you still don't listen. No, no, I listen now. <laughs> I listen now in my older age.
0: No, but you know, you're busy, man. It's like you text me last night. You were training super late. I know you guys are kind of getting into the rhythm now because the Olympia is coming up the end of the year, which is kind of weird yeah. time. It's the first ever that it's been in, uh, been in december and and obviously you've been on that stage but you know you guys are creating bigger stages now talk a little bit about the high
1: roller show that's coming up
0: here on september 10th which i'm going to be present at
1: yeah thank you we're, we're really happy that you're going to be there of course it's my first npc show and of course i mean i would want you there because you know a lot of my personal development as a man is because i, I you know because of you and your guidance and you know just kind of protecting me from making ba- bigger mistakes than I've already made. But uh, it's going to be September 10th at the Alexis Park Resort here in Vegas. And um, it's something that I've been, you know, asking Tyler Mannion for for a few years. And finally, he gave me the sanction. So um, that's been taking up my life pretty much day and night for the past six months. Is this just an amateur event or they actually have a pro part of it? Yeah, right now it's just going to be amateur. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that because I really want to focus on, you know, the amateur competitors and people that are coming up, uh, I'm sure we'll entertain a uh, pro division one day, but I'm really enjoying, like, you know, really engaging with uh, people that are you know interested in competing in our show and people that are comp- competing in our show because, you know, I remember being there, so I want to give them the best experience and, you know, we're really working hard in the production, you know, we've been overwhelmed with support we have over 35 sponsors crazy I you know you told me some of the big sponsors title yeah. sponsors and yeah. big sponsors that are really coming to the you know they're coming to the table and saying hey man we, we believe in what you're doing we want to, we love you and jennifer we, we want we want to support you know so
0: it's pretty cool dude because you came you came to vegas and for my first show in 2011 to compete and that's yeah. kind of when we first met and you had the the, the cornrows yeah. then and all that and i remember I remember the guy from MuscleTech, I think it was Coy, Coy. Yeah. hit me up and he's like, hey, you know, our buddy's competing, you know, he's from Toronto and I found you at the show and, you know, yeah. we became like best friends, you know, and yeah. of course, you know, you kind of were the, uh, you were the start of the men's physique, right? Sure, yeah. let's do this. Before we get there,
2: let's, let's go back to where are you from originally? Let's like go back
1: to, and build up to that. Where, where, are, you, where are you from so I was born in uh, a small island called Trinidad uh, and Tobago, two islands, one nation. Mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago, it's in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, there's not a lot of bodybuilders that are from there. Darum Charles was like the main guy from Trinidad and Tobago that was very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I lived there until I was nine years old okay. and then moved to Canada with my family, my father, mother, and my brother. Uh, a lot of my father's siblings uh, had moved to Canada when they were studying in university, ended up staying there. Okay. Um, and, you know, just living in, in the Caribbean, it's not as pro- progressive as it is in North America. So my father was looking for a better opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Canada at the age of 10. And then I moved to Vegas at the age of 30. But, you know, bodybuilding has always been like a passion of mine. I've been following it since I was a kid. Um, you know, that's where I discovered Jay and magazines and stuff like that. So now, when, when you and I were chatting before, you actually com-
2: were training to be a regular open bodybuilder
1: for yeah. years. Well, I he just, was; he yeah. was an open yeah,
2: bodybuilder. Yeah. So, so talk about like through through. When did you really? When did you first look at it and say, "I'm going to start competing"?
1: So, I was just working out because I enjoyed working out; it felt good, mm-hmm. you know. And I uh, had friends that were bodybuilders, amateur bodybuilders in Canada, oh. and they're like they were competing, and I would just always help them and uh, with the tan and you know whatever. Uh, particularly a guy named Alan Riley who's still around. He, he trains at Pure Muscle and Fitness in uh, in Oakville at Dorian's gym. And um, is that in Oakville? I mean, I used to go to the Muscle Tech headquarters
0: was in Oakville. It's right, there. it's close to there. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it's close to there. Okay.
2: You know what's messed up? We still haven't been to that gym. Okay.
0: I know. Well, we we were going like to go, the go and then the pandemic. In the, world. the pandemic. So yeah. shout out to uh, Pure Muscle and Fitness, Dorian, yeah, uh, Dorian. Hamilton and uh, his brother and Noah. HD Muscle because I know they are your sponsor. Yeah. So, so okay. So, guys, so you were um, what's you were your out first de- show?
1: So, my first show was in 2004. It was a it was a bodybuilding contest, and at the time, remember, it's 2004. There was no other divisions for men; uh, it was just bodybuilding. So, just by fluke, the guys that I was training with were like, "Why don't you try competing in a show?" Greg Kovacs told me that the late Greg Kovacs, and he was like one of the biggest humans ever. And did Laura Carvel train you? I remember I told you Laura. <laughs> yeah, Cravel, yeah, Laura Cravel trained me. Um, I remember seeing her at a show once and she's Guyanese and you know, from the West Indies where I'm from and we were just talking and she's like, well, why don't you do a show? And why did everyone say, why don't you do a show? Because I was always walking around kind of lean mm-hmm. and I uh, said, okay, well, would you coach me? And she's like, of course. So she ended up coaching me. I would go see her every week at her, at her store. And man, she was feeding me so much food. <laughs> <She> was, <laughs> I'm like, how does this lady get shredded eating all this food? You know, and she was very like lenient with my diet, but she was a, she was a nice lady. She taught me about posing and stuff like that. So, um, I did my first contest in two thousand and four, and I placed fourth in the middleweight division. And I was so happy. You know, I was like the leanest I've ever been. Um, Mike Asadu actually helped me with that show as well. He was pretty good, that guy. Yeah, he was really good. He's actually working um, with Dorian and them at uh, okay. Pure Muscle and Fitness. Yeah, um, and then um, you know I would drive to Columbus every year from Toronto and go see the Arnold and, you know, go to the Expos and stuff like that. And now bodybuilding and fitness are, is big in Canada because of, you know, the new, the new people like Chris Bumstead, my wife, Jennifer, and stuff like that. But at the time, it was like, Nobody. You're, you're a weirdo if you like bodybuilding, you know? There's a, there's a ton of Canadians there at the
0: No, there was right some now. good, like Henderson Thorne was there and um, Jason Markovici was Jason Markovici, Henderson. Kovacs.
1: Yeah, Kovacs, Bob Weatherall. Remember yeah, Bob? Bob, yeah. Bob was great. Ben Pokalski, Fuad. Yeah. That's when it started getting more popular, mm-hmm. you know. And then I uh I, I was visiting Vegas often. I was going to the USAs and stuff like that. And the first company that sponsored me was a company called Ripped Freak. Um, Don Govro and um Alex Sava, two guys that were working, I believe they worked for Muscle Tech, then they worked for another company, and then they did their own their own their own uh, company and uh that's when i was wearing the, the braids and stuff like that and that that's the, the brand that actually kind of put me on the map because they were sponsoring shows in the u.s and people were, were recognizing my my face to that product because at the time they were using a, an ingredient called geranium oil which it now is it's banned. It's, yeah, it's banned yeah it's banned it's, it's obsolete i don't i don't believe you can get it anymore and now the synthetic is i think uh dmaa yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. banned but that that product went through the roof and. Um, I started visiting Vegas, and I, I loved it. What then, were you doing at the time, though, for work? I want to talk a little about your history back there. Yeah, so in Toronto, I was a, a nightclub host, nightclub promoter. You, for what club? Uh, Century Room, um, Maison, Fluid, all the over oh, remember the, <laughs> the, the, the White Hummer out front? Yeah. <laughs> So, Drake used to
2: pull up there in his phantom. To, I used to, when I was in the music industry, we used to always go to the government. Government, yeah. Because I managed Mad, the, Mad Links.
0: Was that uh, like the real um, underground club or? It was like a massive I went to it one club. time. Yeah, I, then, I walked yeah. through and I walked right out the back door. Insane. Vince Pay was there. He was yeah, there. That's right. Uh, yeah. Vince Pay was always there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was part of my, kind of my group that we would hang out with. And, um, yeah, that place was insane. It was like an after- hour. one? It was called the government. So yeah. Drake was yeah. wasn't big yet when he no he was, right? he, was, he was just getting popular, and he would pull up in front of Century Room in his Rolls Royce, and I remember he had an old Phantom, the big huge yeah, one, yeah. and the plate was the plate said New Money on it, and we he used
2: was. I used to go to Canada on a regular because I manage Mad Lynx who's his he's half Trinidadian yep. Tobago, uh-huh. and he had a radio show with uh, Cardinal official uh-huh. and we used to fly back and forth every month and he would DJ at the government, right? Tattoo rock parlor. Yeah. And then he would do his radio show and we'd go up there for Carabana every year, which is like the largest Caribbean festival in the world. The largest Caribbean festival. It's a, in a million way. people.
1: Huge in revenue Toronto. for the city. Yeah. It's just, a
2: lot of I, pe- I love Toronto.
1: <laughs> yeah. Toronto was cool, man. It was, I'm happy I grew up there because it was very diverse when it came to culture. And uh, I mean, it's a lot different now. I, I will never live there again. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed growing up there. I just I didn't like the cold, but I I love the the like I said the diverse culture and and there's lots going on. It's clean city and so when did you make the the move to Vegas? What year was that? Two thousand and two thousand and nine. I was coming here often. I got to see Jay come back and win. I was like a second row, and I saw him win, and then I was like coming here often visiting. You know, networking, meeting people. Who did you know in Vegas then? Anyone um, or I had a friend. Um, her name was. Aj, and uh, she 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 lived out here, and she was the one that kind of said, you know what, make the move, and I'll, you know I'll, I'll help you like, get a job and stuff like that. Um, so I didn't really know too many people like well, but she's all she was also Canadian, so um, she kind of like helped me out in the beginning, just like introducing me to people and stuff like that. Was it easier to travel back and forth then, or much easier, much easier? Yeah. I mean, it was still a little bit challenging because I would get. You know, Did they question you, they would, why you going here? they questioned question me and say, you know, why are you going there? Are you going there to, to work? And at the time, I wasn't. I wasn't coming to work. I was just coming to hang out and train and, you know, and learn more. Um, and then I said, okay, I'm going to compete in the NPC. Because I had asked John Lindsay at the time if I could compete. And he said, yeah, as long as you have a U.S. address. So I, I bought my NPC card, and I think at the time it was like 80 bucks. Yeah, it was cheap. Yeah, yeah I think it's like 200 bucks now. Yeah. And um, I did a John Lindsay show in California. But you and I had started communicating uh, like right when I moved there because Koi had connected us. Yeah, and, uh, I remember Jay had texted me because Koi gave him my number, and Coy was like, yeah, I'm going to set you up with Jay. And Jay texted me, and you said it was it was you, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Jay texted me. You just fucking texted me. Yeah. You know, so I text my brother and my dad. I'm like, you won't believe this, you know? <laughs> and then uh, I remember I came I came to hang out with you at the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And that was it, man. from there, we just... we never <laughs> Larry's
0: came. laughing over here. He had a big smile on his face. And I mean, yeah. we mentioned the Mandarin. The Mandarin, that was... What that a was, dump that was. <laughs> that, was that, that was a legendary time, man. Yeah. People will never know about that. Um, but, So... Yeah, but so do you? You decide to compete in the my
1: first ever Jay Cutler Desert, yep, which was at Red Rock, and you did you win or? So you told me you're like, remember? Because I, I just did the Arnold Amateur with George Farah. Okay, and I placed fifth in classic bodybuilding. That was a division I did. Uh, you had to be a certain height, and my weight cutoff was one seventy five, so it was like a middleweight bodybuilder. And I said to myself, I just want to get a trophy. I just want to get a medal. So I placed top five. I got a trophy, and then I wasn't sure what I was going to do after. Uh, and then you had told me, "Listen, there's a, a division that's coming out that I think you'd, you'd be really good at." And you kind of broke it down for me, and I was like, "Really? I can't pose." Um, and you're like, "No, just trust me. You're going This is gonna be good. It's gonna be a big division." And you were right. Again, this guy just knows things before we know it, man. Um, it turned into be one of J Yeah, that was turned into be one of the biggest divisions in the world because now I'm a show promoter and I'm looking at the entries. Mostly men's physique, men's or? physique and bikini, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I just why, would you, is
2: there? Do why do? You, what's your personal? Like me and him talk about this all the time. What is your personal opinion? Why do you think men's physique and bikini get the most entries?
1: I feel like they get the most entries because you know people out there. If you're a fitness enthusiast or you work out, and it's something that's ever crossed your mind, like competing, this is more attainable. At least people think it is. They don't you know, until they, you really understand. Maybe not that elite level, but yes, to do it. Yeah, at the yeah. NPC level. You know, it's, it's attainable. And if you're someone that has like a decent physique and this is what you do and you really enjoy it and you've always thought of wanting to be on stage, this is a good opportunity for you to try something. As opposed to if you were looking at a, an open bodybuilder or a figure competitor, it's a little bit, you know, you, you think that maybe... A decade in I don't cases. have the genetics for it or, yeah. you know, I don't have what it takes to, to do this type of thing, you know. Um, so I think that's why it gained such popularity um, at the entry level. Yeah, that makes so. sense. Yeah, so then I did your show, Jay. Um, I'd placed fifth at the first one ever, and I remember guys were just, I was wearing basketball shorts. <laughs> I was wearing strong basketball shorts because I didn't wasn't clear on what kind of shorts we had to wear, uh, you know, board shorts. Now it's they were clear with board shorts. And uh, I'd placed fifth, and they, John Lindsay told me that I need to get smaller. I was like 185 pounds at the time at, at, and when I placed fifth. And he's like, you got to get smaller and more shredded. So... I was like, okay. Jay's show was like, I think, two weeks later at Red Rock. Remember? Yeah. Yeah.
0: My first one. Yeah. That
1: was great. That was fun. And then, and then after that first show, it, it got so popular, you know, online. Um, people were talking about it. So going into Jay's show, uh, I think there was a lot of guys that competed, a lot of local guys. Mm-hmm. Um, well, people came from
0: overseas, you know. That was the cool thing about having... a you know, recognition all over, all over the world. Like, you can still compete. Like, yeah. anyone from all over the world can com- compete in these shows. They just, you know, obviously, once they qualify, they can't win a pro card unless you have a citizenship. Right. Right? So that, that becomes the issue unless they go to, like, now Arnold Amateur or North Americans, right? Yep. Or, or or Olymp- Arnold, limited, but Arnold, they didn't have Arnold, Arnold Amateur then. No,
2: Arnold I mean. Amateur is open to the worldwide, right?
1: Yeah. And so is the Olympia Amateur. Olympia Amateur, yeah. that's so the other yeah, ones are right. North America or yeah. U.S. citizens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think now it's changed a little bit. I know some guys, if you're if you have certain documents here, you can compete in the national shows here now. Okay. Yeah, they changed they changed the rules, but I don't I'm not certain on because the, now the the IFBB has expanded
0: all over the world, world right? It's yeah. worldwide. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of what they yeah. call it, right? NBC worldwide. Yeah. NBC yeah. worldwide. So, um, you know, at the time, like. I think I suggested that Mark because you know, looking at your structure, like you were limited how big you could get, and obviously I was at right. the peak, right? I yep. was I was Mr. Olympia when I promoted that show. I ended up losing in 2011 at the end, but I guest posed at it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and when I told you, hey, they're starting this new thing, there's going to be they weren't sure of the standard yet, yep. But John Lindsay was right, like it, you had to downsize, and we're going to talk a little bit about because what you looked like then compared to today's dude you get smoked i
1: get crushed
0: i mean and yeah. that we've watched the division just grow like size wise yeah. to the point where like we kind of like i hate when people say oh i'm not going to be a men's physique because i got to wear board shorts these guys legs are popping out of like a brandon hendrickson guy's got legs now like crazy i mean even buendia he yeah. had really good yep. legs and i know like you know so i want to talk a little bit about so you did the cutler event and that was in 2011 and when did you actually pursue the pro card
1: so right after cutler i played second at cutler Mm -hmm. right and uh you you remember who beat you or i i don't remember who beat me i i I remember his face and i remember engaging with him nice guy um he stopped bodybuilding um but i forget his name he was really he was really good (laughs) um but that show was stacked your show was stacked. they had a lot of good guys from... Yeah, remember, guys from no, there were no
0: shows in Vegas then, so when you talk about your High Roller event, like, yeah. it's one of many now, yes. but I think it's a great time of year, the fall, and, you know, obviously you've done a ton of publicity and for that it, was, which uh, is
2: great. That was Men's Physique show. So there weren't pros yet for there was that no, There was no pro in no 2011. Pro. Okay. They only oh. introduced a pro division in 2012. So all the guys that are competing, yeah. it was kind of like having a technically a pro-level yeah.
1: com- competition at J-Show. Absolutely. Because nobody was pro yet. And at... During the t- 2011, all the national shows, guys were turning pro. Matt Christianer was the first. I remember. Yep, he, he was, was the, the th- first pro, first men's physique pro ever. And uh, I then then Ryan from Ghost, he was he was one Ryan of Ryan Hughes. Ryan Hughes. Yep. Um, who else? He was with BSN, I think. At then. the time, he was yeah. with BSN. Oh, Steve Cook. Mm-hmm. He he became a pro as well. And then uh, I turned pro at the no- North Americans. But after Jay's Show, I did. I, did, I went back to California, and I did the John Lindsay show, the LA Championship, and I placed second there. Then I went to North Americans when it was in Cleveland, and I won my class. Uh, See, and
2: back then, that was the only show you could have
1: turned pro at. only national show I could have done was the North Americans. Because you, were, cause you Cause couldn't be the USAs yep. or nationals because
2: you were a Canadian, Canadian citizen. Yeah. Yes. yeah, So that was like, if you wouldn't have turned pro there, you'd have had to wait a whole
1: year. Yeah, i have to wow. wait a whole year. One or done. Yeah. <laughs> And then they introduced it in 2012, but at that time, the division was gaining popularity and I was gaining popularity because Jay was putting me out there like, hey, this is my guy. I think he's the best, you know? And I've then, never seen that. Yeah. And then and then uh, in 2012, when they introduced the pro division, remember we did, uh, I did the- um, Orlando. Yeah, I did the LA Championship, which is the first men's physique pro show ever by John Lindsay and I won. And then we went to uh, Orlando, the Europa. I won that one. And then I went to New York Pro, and I won that one as well in Tri- in Tribeca at the time. That yeah, was cool. That yeah, was so cool, yeah. And then, and then I was told to just take a chill. At that point, just uh, you know, let other guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, three for three.
1: Yeah, and they didn't have the
0: Olympia at that point, right? No, the free- so so you would like the standard, and uh, you know we talk about like what 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 is men's physique about like what do you what how if you could describe the ultimate body in men's physique without saying a person right because i know like brandon's the champ now and when dia won after you and whatever else but what's like
1: what do they look for so men's physique the criteria and what i believe it is it's you know it's an aesthetic look right it's not people will say it's an athletic look but i believe it's a lot more muscular than an athletic look you actually have to have a nice structure you have to have, you know, separated muscles. Um, you want to have good symmetry. And I believe that calves and legs are a part of this. They don't judge calves or legs, but you can tell when you see a guy who has a nice waist, good shoulder-to-waist uh, shoulder ratio, round delts, full chest, small waist, and shape in his legs and calves. It just looks more complete. So for me, I, I think it's, you know, muscu- more muscular than an athletic look, but not as muscular as... Open bodybuilding. But I, like you were talking about earlier, the evolution of the sport, now the men's physique guys are getting so huge and jacked. They're, they're bigger than the – they weigh more than the classic physique
0: I guys. know, but the limited posing was, was what you were uncertain about at first, right? Yes. But like we talk about stand and relax, and it kind of goes back to like open bodybuilding, right? You – Like a standing relaxed is not a standing relaxed, right? right? I mean, you have to have the crazy midsection Midsection. for the men's physique. And you kind of have this twist a little bit, right? You want to angle in your waist a little bit like that. So so. it shows a better V. Yeah. And so how many poses, is there just a
1: front and a back pose in men's physique? That's it? Technically, it's a front and a back pose. And at the time, I was like, you know what? I have to create something that I feel is going to look smooth. Mm -hmm. Remember? Um, All the guys were just rigid. And they were kind of doing like quarter turns. So I said, let me let me add a little roll in my shoulder, twist in my hip, so I can look more angular from both sides of the judging panel. And you know, at the time they were saying not to open your back too wide or look too big in the back, and now it's the opposite. You know, that you want to show width in your. But back. you
0: were the king of transitions in the beginning. Is like it- you made the limited poses turn into multiple.
1: In my opinion, right? Thank you. Yeah, I, I, and I, I take pride in that because I now when I teach posing, I tell guys. You're only limited to certain poses, but you can create one or two shots of one pose. Of that pose. Yeah, okay. going going in from one transition to the next, or from one pose to the next, all in a transition. So, you know, the posing that we see today, I feel like, you know, I kind of started that, you know, that essence, I should say, you know, but... I mean, I love what it's turned into. I'm happy that it's grown so much because you know I, we remember when it was nothing.
0: Do they get pissed though if these guys put on a whole show, shebang like when they do these transitions <laughs> yeah. and?
1: I feel now yeah. sometimes guys are getting a little too carried yeah. away with the hands and because um, it,
0: is it kind of distracting? Like it's like the men bodybuilding mat when we like it, a lot of guys would take forever to get in the poses. It's like and they would just I remember Weinberg would just be like hit the pose. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like the whole transition you time. Know, you notice is that like, too? Like I'm gonna talk about the open guys, where sure. you'll see them move around, move
2: around, and they'll hit the pose for like a half a second, and yeah, then they like stop, that. Yeah. and you're like, yo, that, that was supposed to be ab and thighs, you didn't even hit it. You just br- moved around while everyone else was hitting it.
1: Listen, Sandy Williamson said, the more time you spend on there doing things that are not the pose we're looking for is the more time you're giving us to find imperfections.
2: That's a fair statement. I know, He's but right.
0: dude, so
1: right now, there's like...
0: 70 guys qualified for the is it Well, it's so many
2: i so i looked up i looked up going into this year's olympia right down the road i'm gonna have a rant about this but there's over 50 guys right now in men's physique qualified and there's still another 15 plus shows plus i don't know if points matter in that division so going into this year's olympia how can you judge 70 guys This is why I'm
1: not a judge.
2: (laughs) Perfect answer.
1: And I'm sure that they have some sort of system and procedure that they... they, uh, Can you
0: imagine how packed the stage is going to be with the the rows of guys? I can't. I can't. I mean... You've got to kind of have an idea who's coming to this contest in order to... Yeah. No, okay. I mean, last year is obviously top five or whatever, right? But you said there's a lot of new
1: faces coming in that are dangerous. A lot of new faces that are dangerous... Men's physique, you can't slip because there's some guy who's fairly new, like this ki- this kid that just won Daniel Amon. Uh He just won the Texas. He just won the Tampa, and I'm happy I got to speak with him because he's he's a great kid. You know what I mean? Like he's a father, a husband. His wife is deployed, and he's you know doing his best to compete in these contests with all that stuff. You know, like it's it's hard to prep. Does he, does he have the goods in your eyes? I'm a fan of his. Yeah. I think he was not- I
2: mean I'm sure there's a a a certain amount of people that you feel could win but is he a legitimate threat to win the the title?
1: Like I said I feel like if the the top guys are slipping he could. He could yeah, he could he could wow. come in there and you know, he's got everything we just spoke about the criteria, you know. He's not the tallest guy but for his frame he packs a lot of muscle. He kind of has the same height and structure as Jeremy. Mm-hmm. You know, as Jeremy and I feel and not to take away from any of the guys right now, uh, Brandon, obviously, he's a three-time champion, and he's, he's my countryman. I'm a fan of his. I like Brandon a lot. Aaron is a new guy that came in and is really impressive. You know, it seems like everyone is picking between them. Yeah, But Diogo came in third last year from, from Brazil, and he's a much smaller guy than both of them. And now this Daniel guy has got a similar structure to Diogo. So you just you don't know what's going to happen. Fortunately, Tyler Mannion is very on point with who's coming up and who's winning shows and stuff like that. He's very in tune with all the athletes from new to veteran, you know. So I feel like at the Olympia with that many guys, they'll have an idea, like you said, of, you know, who the top dogs are, but they also know who the the new guys guys that that are dangerous. Yeah. So I think him winning Texas and Tampa is like a statement going into the Olympia. Is yeah. he going to
2: do any other shows or is that it?
1: I'm not sure if he's going to do any other shows, but he's being coached by Ariel from Cuts. Who's, the guy is really good. All his guys come in super condition. And uh, like I said, the guy's a family guy. He speaks articulately. These are the things I admire. Yeah.
2: You know, See, I, I like hearing this because I, I, I'm i not familiar with him, mm-hmm. but knowing that there's another guy coming up that could potentially shake stuff up, it makes it more interesting. Absolutely. For any division. Absolutely. Someone's coming yeah. up. For sure.
0: I know, but you talked about like not being able to pose. And you know, I know you went back and forth and I'm going to, Kind of give a little insight information because you know we're friends, obviously, and like you wanted to transition a classic at one point because yeah. classic division came about, but you know you were able to you were able to win you win, win won one right yep. Mr Olympia, and then you saw then one dia won after yep. you, right, and since then it's been Brandon right yeah, so there's only been three no
1: there's there was Who else? there Who was a uh, Raymond Edmonds, oh that's right, yeah. that's right, I forgot about From Pittsburgh yes. yeah he won once. And, uh, you know, again, he was winning a lot of pro shows, and then he won. Um, yes, yeah, so it was four of us.
0: But so, you know, we watched the evolution yeah. of the physique. So when you said, when John Lindsay said you have to get smaller, like, how did your training change from being a bodybuilder? Because you loved to, I mean, I remember you posting videos yeah. and you, you know, you're doing leg poses and whatever. Yeah. Now you had to put on your shorts, which by the way you launched your own board short at one at point the time, yeah. signature. Mm-hmm. Um so like you kind of like I said, you were the um the pioneer of the division, right? You started it off. Uh, how did you adapt to training for men's physique? Because people think they don't train hard.
1: Right. You know, same thing with bikini. People think bikini girls don't train hard, and I know they do because my wife is the best in the world, and she trains her ass off. But literally, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. That's that's why she won, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she won for many reasons, but um that's why she won with me. But that they ha- she actually has to lose quite a bit. She has to work her. hard. Yeah, she has a yeah. lot of muscle on her on her on her body, and you know. And we bit. hate
0: that, right? Yeah. We hate when the women lose the the shape because we're both like. What ask ask guys
1: yeah. right so you, you and I like the off season <laughs> look for our girls <laughs> so
2: I was going to ask so who who diet would have to diet harder you or her because you've lived yours and you've seen hers who well listen I,
0: I can speak for him he <laughs> eats like shit I eat
1: like shit I eat like shit yeah listen the past two months I've cleaned up a lot yeah just because she started her prep and I want to be supportive He's lost twenty pounds how much yeah. weight. Almost twenty pounds, like okay. F- like fifty between fifteen and eighteen pounds. I think she said that one time in the gym. Yeah, we were, we were training or
2: something. She's. I'm like, how's the diet going? She's like, Mark was eating cookies
1: last <laughs> night in front of me,
0: <laughs> dude. Well, I remember. I'm gonna. I remember when we were, dude. We were partying one New Year's. New Year's, yeah. And, uh you know, we were going out, and back then we actually dressed up. I wore like Louis shoes and yeah. stuff. Now, of course, wow. no one dresses. Yeah, no one dresses up anymore. Huh, Larry? No, no know, one. Everyone wears funny. like Jordans. Shit. You know what's
2: funny now? He'll be like, if I can't wear a t shirt there, fuck yeah, my yeah. place. So, I'm not going. So I uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we were
0: out for New Year's and Mark calls me and says, Dude, I can't even fit in my pants. <laughs> he couldn't button his pants. So he he was like a, a heavy Samoan
1: <laughs> yes. and look. And
0: he says, I'm so fat. And this was this was um this was in two thousand twelve. Well, it was, were we turning into 12? Was it 11 to 12? I think it was. 11 to 12, yeah. And we were out, and I remember we partied, whatever, and that was like when you started actually, you're like, I'm going to start prep or right, whatever, because yeah. you had to compete in the spring. Yeah. And I remember, dude, you were just so overweight. Overweight. Because you just ate like a lot of. Um, I was eating out all the time. Yeah, but you were eating a lot of like uh, like ethnic food. Foods, yes, right? remember? So So how fat? how fat did you really get?
1: I think at the time it was like 230. But like, and you had to compete.
0: What did you compete at in that spring? Like 185. Yeah, think about that. That's a lot. It's a lot. But he was very, very yeah, sloppy. But, but here, it wasn't like sloppy. he was but full. Here's the difference. Were you happy, though? I mean, I, I, not I, when he couldn't button his pants. Not that, <laughs> yeah, that night. part,
2: but, but sometimes when you are fat and happy, you feel way better about yourself. Right? You're I mean, like I look like shit, but man, I am eating
0: good.
1: I am mean, like, gee, yeah. I got to go buy some jeans, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, dude. Once you got in shape, every everyone, even close friends. I remember John's girl was like, I can't believe that's the same guy. Yeah. she couldn't believe what you transformed into because I mean, I just you the became s- the
1: best in the world. You know, shortly after that. Yeah, man, I would just flip this, this, the the switch, and get to work. I enjoyed my off seasons. You know, probably wasn't the most productive, but, um,
2: I, f- I flipped the switch for like half a day every once in a while. That's, well, how, that's how I he is. But that's how I am I'm now. trying to list
0: this podcast. will keep him on track a little bit. So, yeah. so tell me about the training, like what you had to do to differentiate. from. Oh,
1: okay. So to get smaller, like, I mean, I, I was like, so, I, you know, George Farrow was my coach at the time. And mm-hmm. I would ask you, and I just, it was just more volume training. And I just had to get a lot tighter with the diet, you know, and, uh, bring in you no know, deeper separations and, uh, just be leaner, you know, be a, a more like a flatter version of what I what I wanted to be because bodybuilding was in my head, um, and you know you, I wanted to be round and full. So, and so how start.
0: many meals a day did was your average meal schedule? So it was just like bodybuilding, five to six meals. And h- what was the calorie swing from when you were trying to build versus like um, you know cutting down? Cause we, a lot a lot of people want to know that. Do you know calories, or are you just pro- no protein, carbs, and fats?
1: Yeah. So my so yeah my macros at the time were like. I think like 250 protein, 300 carbs, and like 40, 50 fats, mm-hmm. and it would d- decrease as I went on with the prep just to get more conditioned, just based on where I was at. Um, but you know, George never really made me suffer, and I have to thank George a lot for, for teaching me a lot because, you know, you see a lot of uh, diet uh, coaches and gurus now just like killing people with cardio and and, and low caloric deficits. Um, and he really taught me that if you train your body to adapt to eating, you can get lean with just food mm-hmm. and not, you know. Not have to kill yourself with exercise. Exercise or enhancing right. or anything like that. So um, I was fortunate I didn't have to really suffer. I did, it, for me, it was just the time. You know, I just, I knew I needed a good So you mean weeks. five or six meals? Five or six meals uh, with a shake. And, you know, they were a little bit smaller meals than, mm. than I was accustomed to. Did you to. have to do a ton of cardio? I never had to do a ton of cardio. I mean, the most I ever did was... 45 and 45 actually an hour and an hour but generally it would be like 45 and 45 there was one show though 2013 i believe it was or 12 i was five weeks out you and i were somewhere and jam wanted to shoot me for some npc um npc wear and i took my shirt off and jam was like dude the pittsburgh pros in five weeks are you gonna be ready and then i called george after i'm like george am I going to be ready. And George, you know, brother, I got you. You're going to be ready. Yeah. And I, I, you know, and like, you like won. Jay, I won. Yeah. I came in and won and I was peeled. So see, that I, was the first show. I remember him winning was a Pittsburgh show for some reason. Yeah, I won Pittsburgh twice. Yeah. 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 first two years, I think you won it. Right. But that yeah.
2: second time you won it, then you could go into the Olympia. Then I went to the Olympia. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Then I went to the Olympia and I feel like that was really good momentum going into the Olympia, winning the Pittsburgh. Um, and that was exciting because, you know, that was the least pressure I had, even though it was like the first time for all of us, because I just went into it wholeheartedly. Like, okay, there's a lot of, there's a lot of attention on me right now, but I felt like I had the best support from Jay and George. Um, and you know, everyone was like, you know, excited about it because, you know, it was a new division and it was exciting. So, um, and then after that, 2014 is when I was defeated by Jeremy and I went from first to sixth, um. But then I feel in that year, the look had changed because I was seeing guys coming up at the national level, like super jacked. And I was like, man, am I going to be able to. So going
2: into that, after you win the first one, going into your second Olympia, you kept the same type of look?
1: Kept the same type of look. Um, I was actually a lot tighter and a lot harder, but it just wasn't enough. You know, Um, Jeremy was just, for me. He was second to you the first year though. So make sure yeah. you mention that. Yeah. Like, he was second to me the first year. And, you know, that's when they saw that he was like, you know, this guy's yeah. good. And then he went on to have a, a really good pro season after in, in 14. And that's when he won the Olympia. But I have to say when it comes to, to men's physique champions, um, even though Jeremy and I had our differences because we were competitive, his physique was my favorite of, yeah. of all,
0: I think. I was just going to ask you, who do you think had the greatest? It was one year that Wendia won. So convincingly when he had the, the square shoulders. What year was that? So was that
1: I think 15 it was
0: or? 16. 16, okay.
1: Yeah, it was him and it was. Because he lost in 17, right? What did he win in 17? 15, he, he lost in 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so in 15, it was a toss up between him and Sadiq. It was so close. It could have been either guy. Mm-hmm. And he came back the next year with vengeance like, there's no fucking way I'm going to let anybody think it was anybody else. And that, that's when he was so convincingly. Do you
2: think that was the best look uh, Olympia champion has had to date?
1: I think so, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Jay?
0: Yeah, I always liked his physique. And, you know, uh, we talk about, like, the Asians uh, that compete yeah. like, um, because of the slimmer waist. Yeah, small joints. You know, remember, I mean, when I asked you, like, hey, well, how would you describe men's physique? you got to say small waist, yeah. right? And that's the thing. Like, I don't think your waist was as small as some of these guys. Yeah. And I think that's you know, no matter how lean you got, you know, it's that, that created V taper, um, you know, in the wide shoulders. shoulders and we yeah. see like a lot of the, the current guys, like that wide Insane. taper. Yeah, And it's important. I think Jeremy had the shorter legs and I think he had a longer torso. So. so it just accentuated like what the look was. Now, the question I'm going to ask you is he's talking about planning a comeback in 23. I don't know what division he's planning to do. I just hit him up the other day and said, keep going, you know, whatever. But, uh, he's obviously too big for, is he going to do men's physique
1: or is it just, that's what it is now? I'm not, he's looking pretty good. I'm not certain, but I do, I have seen him online and he looks amazing. Um, him and I are both, um, working with transcend Mm -hmm. and, uh, Jesse Kessler, one of the owners of transcend has been helping him. And I said, Jesse, whatever you're, whatever you guys are doing is working because he looks great. I feel like he can do classic if he wants to, but even myself when I thought that I could do classic, until I really started paying attention, and I'm like, you know what? This is this is bodybuilding.
0: They're monsters.
2: Well, you got to look. You got to
0: gotta look at Bumstead because he's like the signature, and someone like you who was Mister Olympia, yeah. Men's Physique, mm-hmm. right? you already have your eye on, like, the top, top. You're not going there to be like, well, I'm going to do classic and place in the top ten. Participate, yeah. fuck that, you know? So for me, it's like, and that's how I was. Like, people always said, oh, you're going to come back and this and that. Like, I couldn't come back thinking that, you know, I was going to beat Phil Heath or something like that because it's just, it wasn't, I only knew winning, right? Right. Uh, So, you know, for, like, looking at the physiques and whatever else, I
1: mean, you know, is there a chance, you know? And I had to be realistic. I had to say to myself, I'm a former champion. Do I want to come into this just to participate, you know, it's for myself? And I was trying to convince myself like, yeah, this is what I want to do. But, you know, the, the truth is you we, we prepare to win mm-hmm. every day. And it just didn't make sense. So and so you're it, realistic. I had to be realistic. And fortunately, I got so busy with work and other things and other business endeavors that it just said, I said to myself, now I can take that, passion and that effort that I would put into a prep by doing by handling my businesses and in making money. Yes. You know? So plus I'm in my early forties now. You know, it's just Is it worth it? Is it worth it, yeah. And um I'm I'm happy I you know I listened to Jay and I I listened to myself and I said, as much as I would like to do a posing routine, I'll do it for my wife. You know what <laughs> I mean? I hope she films this. Yeah, how is
0: how life. is that like how is it now like you I mean, there's not many olympia champs that the, the spouses have won a title right yeah and you know you and Je- you and jennifer met um obviously in the circuit yeah she wasn't the winner at that point no no she was just coming in fresh right was her first she got fifth or something in her first olympia her or? first
1: olympia so we met in tampa at the tampa pro when i had nicholas Vuliot here and he, from Switzerland, one I remember of my, one, Nick, yeah, I remember one of my Nick. close friends, yeah. he was preparing here for Tampa. So I went with him to Tampa and I had saw Jennifer on a Canadian Instagram page. And I was like, damn, who's this girl? She's like really good. And she's really hot. So I'm at, in Tampa. I leave the, the hotel to get an Uber to go to Whole Foods to get food for Nicholas. And I see her pulling up in an Uber. And I'm like, damn, that's that girl. Anyways, long story short, we met there and... Um, of course, her number was two two two, my favorite number, and I told her that's my favorite number. And she didn't believe me until you know we got to know each other yeah. better. And um, yeah, her first Olympia, she placed tenth. Wow. Yeah, she had placed second at the Tampa, and that qualified her for the Olympia. She placed tenth, and then um, her second Olympia, she placed fifth. Third Olympia, she placed second, and then her fourth Olympia, she placed first. 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 Yeah. So I mean it's great. Uh, you know, it, it also gave me more encouragement to put to step aside from what I was doing the competition thing and focus on her because now I, I felt you know more purpose in in serving her as opposed to myself. Do you think you're her worst critic?
0: Like you have an eye, obviously, and I mean you had to be perfect. Like it I do you look at her? Are you like the eyes? Like we all I always say to people, I hate the word coach. Yeah. So I say you need a great set of eyes, someone that knows, because a coach obviously doesn't sometimes, oh, I have to learn someone's body, right? right, right. It takes, like, a few cycles to do that, like, yeah. co- contests or whatever. Like, you now, like, you are in the, in the trenches every day with her, and obviously, you, like, you were training with her last night, like. Yeah. and I texted you the other day, and you're like, oh, I have to go to the gym with Jen and make yeah. sure she's training, right? Yeah. Uh, how does that, like, are you, like, nitpicking on what she does or how the physique
1: is looking? So... This is a, this is a tricky thing because when it's boyfriend, girlfriend, or a spouse relationship with critique, it's about how I deliver the message to her. Right. And we make a lot of decisions together. Fortunately, she's very savvy with her, her body and her digestion. Um, and she's realistic. So we we make a lot of the, the programs together, her diet together, and we, we agree on it. We put it in play and we see how it works. Um, so this off-season, she had an amazing off-season because she didn't have to compete, and she kept her body weight 10 pounds under what she usually goes to, so she stayed leaner in the off-season, and now her body's fresh. So we started her prep three weeks ago, and her body's responding so efficiently, um, and it's she's having one cheap meal a week, she's eating a lot of food, she's eating 200 grams of carbs, and she's getting leaner and leaner and leaner. So... Um, to answer your question, I, like I said, it's just how I deliver the message, and we plan things together. Do you feel that carries over to
0: your other clients too? Because I know you work with Fit Body Fusion, yep. Um, which now they have a lot of coaches, you know, including like Terrence Ruffin, your wife. I mean, yeah. Terrence is not there anymore. Yeah. Oh, he isn't. here? No, he's not there okay. anymore.
1: But yeah, they have a really good lineup and roster of coaches. Jamie D. Bernard, the founder of the company, has you know really allowed us to run our own business under her umbrella. And she wants us all to be individual coaches, like with our own style. That's what creates dynamic in the in the in in her company. Mm -hmm. So um, between Jen and I, we have like one hundred and fifty or one hundred and sixty clients, and they're all competitive people. Most of them are competitive. She has more lifestyle lifestyle, people. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm more working with competitors. Um, but yeah, so far her prep has been going good. And and you know the past few years I've been with her. I've literally been with her at every show right before backstage, right before she walks on. You know, so it's like we look at each other like she, I'm seeing it, she's thinking it. So we have a good connection that way. And she listens to what, what I have to say. So and like I said, we put things in play and we see how it works. And so far we've been having a lot of success.
0: Tell me the pressure of being Mr. Olympia, like especially the first ever. Like did you – I mean, we, ha- we talk about being ambassadors, and you were around me, and yeah. you saw, like, how I was reactive with people yeah. and, you know, going to the Expos, and at the time, like, the Expos were really exploding when you yeah. were winning. So was there pressure because the expectations, like, I always had to walk around, and I really didn't care, but, like, I was always showing the physique, right? Yeah. Um, did you feel the pressure of being Mr. Olympia? Like, once you won it, was it, like, a, a huge
1: monkey on your back because you had that bullseye. I didn't really feel pressure. It was, I actually enjoyed the, the process of it more than anything because I had you and George to like mentor me. And like you said, I was around you a lot. So I paid attention really closely with how you engage with people. And, um, and of course, like you have to have the character for it as well. Like I can't change my character to be someone else, but I did learn a lot from you when it came to like, you were always the last guy at the booth. Always, you always took time to engage with people and it was authentic, authentic, you know, so I didn't really feel pressure. I, I was just more enjoying the ride and, and, and really learning from you. Like you, you mentioned, I came out with my own signature shorts. I was the first guy to do that. You know, other guys are doing it now, but you know, like I said, I paid attention to what you were doing and you were always coming out with new t-shirts and merchandise and stuff of like that. And you were always encouraging me to, to do these types of things because that's how, you know, I would, you know, just get more popularity, and people would be able to engage more with me. I right? called you the new breed. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You call me the new breed, and I kind of, you know, I love that. I love that. Uh, that's, that that um, title. I think
0: someone uses it now, though. New breed. new breed. I think it's
1: a supplement company or something. No, it, uh, right? uh, yeah.
0: What's his name? Patrick Moore.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Moore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great things were happening at that time, you know, because it was new and uh, like like. Having you and and George like behind me saying that like, this guy's going to be the best in the world, it's like
0: I feel there's a lot of shit talking with uh, men's physique more than I remember. Like when Dia got hot at one of the press conferences, <laughs> yeah. don't you feel like there's a lot more battles like in men's physique than almost open bodybuilding, like verbally and like
2: <laughs> who was he yelling? He was yelling at someone in the crowd. I forgot what it was. It was um,
0: it was
1: George Brown. George Brown, yeah. So. You know, it's it's. I guess it's cool for to bring attention and stuff like that. it's not the best attention, but there's a lot more. I have to see. It's kind of changing now, but when I was around and kind of near the end of my career or competing career, guys were just being little <laughs> bitches, man. I'm gonna keep <laughs> it real. I
2: remember I remember seeing guys on live. Two men's physique guys arguing. arguing. They go live. And, yeah, but do they fight?
1: Well, this is the thing they don't they don't fight, you know what I mean. I thought,
2: I thought somebody fought someone in a parking lot and it was on camera. Andre, Andre
1: Ferguson, you know, um, he's a controversial guy as well. Won a lot of, of, uh, a, lot pro, of yeah. a lot of pro titles. I think he has the record. He never got an Olympia title, but I know he has a couple Arnolds, I think, um, you know, he's one of the few guys that if someone had a problem, he would say, "Listen, man, let's just let's meet up." I was the same way. Ask Jay. Jay would always make fun of me and say, "Well, you We're started. Up now. You
0: started doing MMA."
1: Well, I started. yeah, I started training. So I thought you
0: just wanted to fight everybody, you know <laughs> what I mean?
1: <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people thought too. They're like, okay, look at this freaking guy. So did you think you were going to go
0: in UFC after this was all no, over? No, no, no,
1: <laughs> I just loved it because, you know, it was, it's it's a challenging style of training and um, it was a little bit different and it helped me get, you know, really con- in my best condition. Like for, for, for body fat wise? Body or? fat wise yeah, for a yeah. few shows, yeah. I was, it was a lot more fun than being on a treadmill or stairmaster, that's for sure, but um yeah jeremy jeremy had a lot of um, you guys almost fought i remember yeah not. we almost fought you remember in pittsburgh yeah i waited man i said i waited i waited for the pittsburgh pro he was talking shit about me online and i'm like listen i'm not going to play that game you know you want to pl- you want to talk shit about me online when we when we meet up we'll i stop. had to diffuse it dude yeah
0: we were doing a round table for one of the for the olympia. or yeah it was olympia uh, yeah. online. actually i
2: think i was there
0: you might have been, but was it was in Pittsburgh, Phil. and you were like, I oh, let's it was go
2: inside. It was in a back room, and they were filming everybody in the yes, circle. Yes, so It was it, 2015. Yeah, yes, Yeah, right. I was there
1: yeah, with yeah. Phil. Yeah. I remember that. Steve Weinberger was there. <laughs> Phil was there. Hani was there. Everyone was there. JM was there. and um, What was the beef, though? So the beef was, I was on, someone interviewed me when I was living in Miami and said, you know, what, are you worried about anyone going into the, to, the 2014 Olympia? And I said, I'm not worried about anybody. I'm worried. I just worry about myself. And she's like, Well, what about Jeremy, who plays runner up to you last year? And I said, I'm not worried about him. I already beat him. Why would we be, be worried? Uh, yeah. I mean, it ended up he came and won, but that's what that's the statement that got him triggered. And I think with him.
2: But what, what does someone expect you to say? <laughs> that was a normal answer you gave there, like a fair. Yeah. And I don't course. feel you
0: were cocky. Like, that's one thing. You weren't super vocal. Like, you were, I think you learned a lot. I was, my disposition was not a lot, right? Yeah. People, but no one really came at me. I just, why That's why this triggered, like, it seemed like year after year there seemed to be, like, debates between these guys, yes, you know? And yes. I feel it's still going on. I feel like uh, like Aaron Banks is super vocal about, like, I'm yeah. winning this shit, so just stay home. Yeah. And I know we— I like that confidence, so it's yeah. not cocky. I but there was some it. sort of squabble at the Olympia with Brandon Hendrickson and George Brown or someone, right? Or
1: I don't know the details of that one, but a lot of guys— Listen, Brandon is a top dog. Okay. He's the best in the world. And to beat him, you just have to be better.
0: But he, yeah. he won and lost and came back and won it. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. Which is a very challenging thing to do. Um, and everyone's going after him and whether it's on stage or online, you know, these guys have these quarrels and, you know, these beefs and they don't do nothing about it. Right. So my way of handling it was like, okay, let me, let's meet up and let's do something. You know what I mean? And we can film it too. I even, I, I even offered some guys to do a, a charity boxing. Let's do charity boxing and, and settle it. I think right? we should start a charity boxing uh, yeah. thing for uh, men's, for men's physique. Yeah. yeah. Like any, for, any for
0: bodybuilding. For, yeah,
2: for, yeah. Or for bodybuilding yeah. in general. Why, for, we ta- why are we talking about this? Someone's going to steal that I idea. <laughs> I'm going to delete this. <laughs> we're just going to do yeah. it.
1: So, yeah. And then, you know, him and I had a few run ins, Jeremy and I, but I mean, we spoke. We're both adults. You're cool now. Yeah. Right? We're cool. Yeah. And like I just said, I said I thought he had the best physique out of all the winners that has ever you know won the Olympia. So I have no problem with Jeremy. And but I, you
2: weren't like disrespectful to him about what you
1: were saying. I Remember,
0: he almost went got into a fight with Brandon backstage at some guest appearance yeah, or something. Yeah. And so
1: <laughs> you know, some guys just they prepare better like that. You know, they yeah. want to feel like everyone's against me, and you know that's just his way. Maybe of of um, you know he was passionate. So yeah, he had he had beefs with I guess Brandon. Um, even uh, was Andre Ferguson. There was a lot of stuff online. You know, I didn't really get into it. And mine and his problem issue were over with, so yeah. I didn't really care. But yeah, there's a lot of that in men's physique. You know, these guys, like Aaron, even Aaron Banks, you know, like he's very, very good. Very, very good. You know, he's, he showed up last year and he, he showed and proved that, hey. He could win. I could win this. You know, none of these guys, you, you can't slip because it, it could be him. And he has an incredible back, which he, he knows how to pose very, very well. Um, and he is gaining a lot of, you know, popularity because of his, his placings. But I remember telling him at the New York pro, which was in Tampa at the time when he won, um, and him and I are cool. You know, we, we, we communicate now if I see him, we hang out and stuff like that. So, um, I said to him, you know, just when you, you, you know, a lot of people are looking at you now because, you know, you're in the eye of the public, you know, you don't need to say I'm winning this and stay home and all that kind of stuff. You know, people don't really like that. You know, and I'm not telling you what to do. If that's who you are, do do it. But what I see is that you have a wife, you got kids, you're a family man. Those are the things you should profess about. You know, of course. Um, and I feel like he's been he's been pretty good. But of course, you know, when you get a lot of attention, you start winning. You 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 know, it's happened to me. You know, you you get a little bit not cocky, but you get you start feeling like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm the guy. You know, and he still has to remember that. In actuality, Brandon's the guy. So, Until you dethrone him. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, just the guys need to just chill a little bit men's physique.
2: Look at you trying to stir up stuff. You're a bully. Are
1: you the best-dressed men's physique guy? Hands down. You think
0: so? Yeah. I think, Bra- is I, think no Brandon, I think Brandon would
1: argue that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just told you before we came on, and I think Brandon has the best swag. Um, not, not just wearing the wolf, I know. Tell us stuff. a little bit about your
0: shopping sprees, though. Do you think you have an addiction <laughs> to to fashion or... Listen, growing up in in Toronto,
1: you have to dress well to get into any... What
0: was the good mall there that I went to and did a s- signing at? Probably Mills the, something? or um,
1: Was it Eaton Center? or? No, I
0: went to there too. Vaughn Mills? Vaughn Mills. Yeah. I went there and signed. At yeah. G- for when I... Ice Gear or something. I Ice think Gear, Ice yeah. Gear was there. That's right. Yeah, he had Ryan, a store Randy. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Eaton Center was like the big mall
1: there. So were you always into like buying clothes and shoes and... Always, it's not a new thing. When I was working as a nightclub host, we had to wear suits um, and, you know, just, we love fashion in Toronto. And it Canada. does show off the physique a little bit though, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean and so that just kind of continued on. I feel like when I have kids then I'll probably just start spending a ton of money on their clothes, but um, you, Jay tells me to chill sometimes with the shopping and I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, like,
2: <laughs> I don't spend anywhere near what you guys do on clothes and there's times where I'll look at my closet and I'm like... Man, I bought that shirt for fifty bucks, and but you've never worn it. You're a, you're
0: like a mountain man, dude. You yeah, know, Mark's I, like that's one thing about him. He's, you know, he's decked out in Versace, which I have no idea why he does that. Right. I love Versace. You
2: know, it's funny. Every time I think of Versace, <laughs>
1: I
0: think of the Third
2: Friday. That's Versace <laughs> stepping <Estefano. laughs> on. Yeah. You can't spell Versace. F O
0: S A C E. That's all I, think. I know. But who who got you into the fashion? I mean, listen, you're very at, like your parents are very very supportive. Your brother Jay is yeah. awesome, and you know I'm disappointed he doesn't come down as much. Anymore, I know, though. I know. I wish he came to visit more. He used to coming down a lot. He helped you prep for a lot of these yep. shows, and yep. and uh, I know he's he's training people up there, right? Still yeah, my, or,
1: my brother's he's living in the beaches. It's a area downtown Toronto, which is very very nice area, pretty. Um, you know, he's in a serious relationship with a girl from Ireland that moved to Canada. Um, and, uh, he's, he's very happy, you know, he's 40 years old now, but my brother was always coming here for every show to help prep Prep me, remember? And, um, I mean, my brother, if he would pursue competing, he would smoke everybody.
2: Why don't you get him to? He just has no
1: interest in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's all, he's all about one with the earth and, you know, the universe. He's very... That's good, peaceful guy. Yeah, does he like Vegas still, or yeah, he he
0: really doesn't come with visit
1: with your parents as much. No, because he's so busy working, and Mm. you know, his lifestyle is different now. You know, he had more time to uh, accommodate me at the time, and now he's just you know spending time with his lady, and they have a like I said, they have a condo downtown and the beaches, and so he's doing life like that. And uh, my parents come often i'll probably move them here next year early next year oh, they're gonna move here i know you talked about it for years yeah yeah now now it's time you know my dad is gonna be 70 even though he looks like he's in his 40s he just looks so young yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> mom too yeah like. yeah they you know they, they take care of themselves and i, I just said eight months of winter it probably doesn't sound appealing anymore you know so i, I really want i just i just told him to quit his job so he quit his job um he likes to stay busy i said i'll take care of you guys just come here and you're probably going to be grandparents soon, so. Is That the goal, or. I mean, if I have to I have to confirm with my wife first. No, she's going to win yeah. the Olympia this year. Yeah, I the mean, goal. The goal is the, the Olympia right now, and then uh, maybe another Olympia. So. But yeah, I'm going to get my family to come here, and um, I want to be closer to my family. I mean, I've been here for 13 years, and being away from your parents, who I'm very <laughs> close with, it was it was challenging. But I did it because I, I wanted to pursue my career, and I wanted to, to uh, you know, make my father proud. So.
2: So, do you follow how much? Let's talk about open bodybuilding a little bit. Do you follow it closely? Of
1: course. I love open bodybuilding. I mean, there's never going to be, I shouldn't say never, but when Jay was competing and Chris and Dexter and all those guys, Ronnie, it's those are the heydays. Man, I'm so happy I was there to witness it all and experience that as a fan. Um, And now I'm friends with all these guys, which is crazy. My dad was like, You're friends with all these guys now. Do you remember collecting all these magazines? (coughs) Boxes and boxes of magazines, and you know, you know, reading about these guys. Um, but yeah, I follow it, I follow it now, and there's some good guys coming up.
2: What do you, if you were going into this year's Olympia, what do you, uh, just talk about some of the guys you're coming in and what do you, what are you seeing from the guys?
1: Hunter and Nick are the guys that really stand out to me. Uh, of course, Brandon, Brandon's very good. Rammy is the, the champion. We haven't seen much of Rammy, so we don't know what's going on, but. Hadi Chupin. Hadi Chupin, yeah. He's always looking crazy every year. Who else?
2: What do you what do you think about some of these newer guys the You see Jacks?
1: Andrew Jacked at the gym. Oh yeah. Andrew Jacked, he's dude,
0: he has it all, you know, but is Mike, he as impressive in the gym as he looks when he competed at
1: the Texas show? <laughs> you know, in the gym he's always covered up. So But, but he's you, you, tall, right? He's tall. Big structure, big frame. You can see you know, what's happening under the clothes. But when I saw him in Texas, I was like. Oh, yeah, you were there. Tell us about that. I was there, yeah, supporting Freddie. And that was a great show. Um, I was there actually to support my close friend, Quentin Uria, uh with HD Muscle. He's also a Canadian. He personally is my favorite bodybuilder today. Do you think he's going to be Mr. Olympia? I think, he can, I think he has the potential to be, to be Mr. Olympia. Because he's 25 years old, right? Uh, 26. Yeah, yeah. same, same he's, shit. Yeah, he's,
0: he's,
2: got, he's got the shape for sure. He has a shape,
1: sure. he has a structure, he's just got some baby muscle, man. He just needs a little bit of time. And I feel like this this offseason, he really made some really good improvements. And what would you
2: think if he did like like what Phil Heath did where he said, Fuck it, I'm taking a year and a half off, and next time I come on stage I'm gonna be undeniable.
1: I think he can do that.
2: Because he's young enough to as yeah. well. He's I, not like it's not like he's in his forties, he's twenty-six.
1: I think he can do that. And I feel like now he's finally gaining his confidence. Yeah. Like you have to believe in yourself that you can do these do these things if other people are saying it you know like people that are very seasoned in this industry have told him like listen dude like you could be the best you know, you could be mr olympia um he just needs time to fill out his frame right jay
0: yeah i mean he was here he shot and i told him this he's exact big. thing i said you got to be confident mm-hmm. um you know looking at some of his shots dude i mean he's <laughs> can stand right with the best but He's just got little, you know, he's just got a little bit of a gap to fill. Yeah. And I mean I think he, another another thing, he's a little taller, right? Right. But he's so young. He's so I mean, young. think about that. When I was his age, I was second to last at the Olympia. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's a lot of shows, there's a lot of good guys coming up, but you know, he had an outstanding showing, he just needs to just another year and he made, like you said, great progress. Yeah. And uh you know, but I think Jack kind of stole the whole show sure, there. Yeah. Martin Fitzwater looked good, yeah. Uh, but you know, we've I've seen this Crizzo guy in person. He looks very impressive. I don't know if you got to see him when he was at Dragons, but um, you know, the 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 landscape is changing. You know, yeah. we have a lot of guys that are on their way uh, out. And I mean the age wise, like rammy's coming toward towards approaching forty. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon's, Brandon's you know, Brandon's getting there. And William. then we're seeing like yeah, William Bonnick. we're seeing the hunters and, you know, Nick Walker's and these younger generation mm-hmm. coming in and, and that includes Quentin also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ian Valair. He, oh, yeah, he
1: Ian looks Valier, really good. Very good, yeah.
2: See, I was telling Jay like when you look at the guys that are coming up now, some of the guys that could potentially move into that front spot. There's a bunch of tall guys, and we haven't had this in a while. Quinton's over six foot. Regan's over six, six foot. foot yeah. Andrew Jack. Jack is this, this Michael Crizzo. Yeah. There's four guys, and they all have small waist and wide shoulders. Nice shape. We haven't had this in a while, time, even yeah. though Regan still has to grow, Quinton yeah. still has to grow, but there's a lot of guys coming up that have that potential frame to yeah. be Mr. Olympia. Sure. But who's going to jock for position and when and where? And if all these tall guys come to fruition, do these other guys – Like, do some of these other guys coming up, if Andrew
1: Jack nails
2: it, can they beat him?
1: Listen, Andrew Jack has, he has everything. He has all the tools. All the body parts are there. I mean, and when I interviewed him for NPC News Online after, he said uh, this was just 80%. Yeah,
0: I still question why would you do on a show and say it's only 80%, you know what I mean? But I guess he was, from my understanding, and don't quote me on a flex wheeler, really wanted him to do that show. Yeah. He had originally planned for the UK, Arnold, Arnold. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, jump in! You're going to win this and hell of a hell of a decision." You yeah. Know? So shout out to Flex so, Wheeler. So we're gonna, sure. we're,
2: I mean, Jay and I are going to see him in the UK next month, right? And that's there's going to be tougher competition there because you got um, yeah. uh, what's his name, um, James. James, James Hollingshead. Is I mean, yeah, I think Fitzwater is doing it. So Fitzwater. he's going to stand next to someone who's yeah. super dense. Yeah, which he he didn't have in this this particular
1: lineup, and even Martin Fitzwater. From the last time we saw him in Vegas, Jay, remember? Yeah, he looks like a different guy.
0: Yeah, he trains on a branch, not Brian Dobson. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's that's like he's in the he's in the midst of the hardcore, yeah, space. So it seems like, you know, all these guys kind of migrate. Like you talked about coming from Canada to Vegas, and I think that really like was like, hey, I'm going to go where it's potentially greater for me. Yeah, and you're seeing like Martin went from you know Colorado, he, yeah, Colorado. You saw Brett Wilkin move down to Florida. <laughs> Um, Ian's migrated to Florida. Yeah. Chris Bumstead, the same thing. Uh, we're seeing all these guys now yeah. that migrate, but we still live in the mecca. Yeah, like this is the hotbed for bodybuilding. I think it always has been. Man. No, it. I don't feel. I feel like California was like the yeah. place to go because that was visibility. Remember, it started for me visibility. Yeah, like yes. you had to go to California yeah. to be close to the books, but. To be in the cultures now, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about the gym situation. Like, you know, you spend a lot of time at Dragons. I know you you pop over at Fit Club. Um, you've supported LVAC and EOSs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've been to Lift Factories and Z- uh, Yaks Fitness or whatever, um, Powerhouse, yep. Iris and Heday. Now we have the new gym opening up. Yep.
1: Elevation Fitness yep. coming from uh, Miami,
0: Florida. Um, when is when is the grand opening? Or when is the official open date of Elevation? Because I know you're close to these guys and you had a relation. Because obviously, you lived in Miami yeah. for a while. Uh, talk a little bit about that.
1: So Elevation Fitness is from Miami. Um, it was it was the founder is a guy named Angel Bahana, mm-hmm. and Angel and I became friends in 2014. I prepped him for NPC show. He did very well. I think he won, and um, we we stayed friends. You know. Throughout this time, we actually um, worked together at a gym called Iron Addicts in Miami, which uh, I came down there and spent some time remember? there for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I spent some time there for a minute too until that, um, that came to an end. And Angel went on to open Elevation Fitness. And um, now he is expanding in different cities. So the first city they wanted to go to was Vegas. And um, as you know, like you said, this has become a huge market now for bodybuilding Jay and I knew it before we knew this was going to happen and everybody's moving here from everywhere. Um, And I I like to say the cake is big enough for everyone to eat from it because how many gym memberships do we have? And how many gym memberships do I like my clients or people that we know have what's nice about Vegas is that fitness is very affordable, right? As opposed to different cities. Like if you're in different city, like gym memberships are like $90, $100 here eos is between 10 and 25 i literally told jay i just signed up for eos across my street yeah just
2: so i could go do cardio right there it's 200 yards from yeah. my house on durango right 10 bucks a month yes. and i'm like it cost me 30 a month just to drive and gas to a gym and i'm like sometimes yeah it's 10
0: bucks though to go to that one location, location. Yeah. if you go to multiple it's like 20 bucks like yes.
2: 20 but still that's the one i'm gonna go to exactly. and sometimes at night it's like nine o'clock at night and you're like I don't want to drive twenty minutes yeah. to the gym, so I'll just go across the That's street. That's right there. But yeah. where else can you go get a membership? And it's not like it's a shitty gym. It's, where it's, else can you get a membership for ten bucks?
1: Listen, Angel was here, and he was working out at EOS. US or EOS. What is it? What is it? EOS. EOS. Whatever yes. it is. Yeah. EOS on Blue Diamond, which is one of their newer locations, it's and the two story one. Or yeah, and he's like, dude, they got the best equipment in here, and it's only ten bucks <laughs> to train at this gym. He goes, this is never going to happen in Florida. You, you know what's
2: funny? When I used to see Mark when I, so I moved to Vegas in 2013. Uh-huh. And I used to train at the Flamingo and I'd always see you and Craig Goliath in there. But you yeah. didn't know who I was there. I would always go in there with the hoodie yeah, yeah. and I'd stay covered up and I used to always see you and Craig LVAC or yeah. and Flamingo. I saw him yeah. there every day, every day. And then I started training at like midnight yeah. because it was just too fucking busy. Packed, yeah. It, that, it was hard to work
1: out in there. Yeah, you know, listen, I got to give it to the gym owners or the, the companies that own these gyms. They, they're killing it. You know, and they're not affected by any new gym that's popping up. No, they're not worried about it at all. Because Because if
2: you're paying ten bucks a month, are you going to cancel a membership for ten bucks that you might want to use once a month? There
1: you go. And don't forget, the the Planet Fitness is here. Mm. Now there's Anytime Fitness. Anytime Fitness. Now there's there's, a Raw Fitness right by me. Yeah, Raw. There's tons of them, and they're all thriving. They even even I'm a member at Lifetime. And every time I go there, you know, two, two times, three times a week, it's slammed. There's
2: another, there's, there's a, every once in a while, I'll see a picture pop up and I'll see a gym I've never even heard of and I'll click yeah, it and Yeah, self-made's and be like, right here,
1: bro. Self-made? They open yeah. up a self-made Isn't there a steel, right fit, steel something right by the airport? There's another one called, yeah, steel, there's another one called. But um, well, they one said in northeast filthy Vegas. gym,
0: it became something else though, I forget oh, what it was. Oh yeah, that's right. It used it was, to be a branded. powerlifting gym, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and now there's a really cool gym called um, Project Well Being. Uh, that just opened, which is like a lot of the UFC is that fighters. That with the doctor guy or yeah, uh, who's I'm not that? Sh- at? Uh, I'm not sure. I it,
0: think Cody's, Cody. Cody there. Cody trains, trains there. there. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're doing their strength and conditioning there. Lance Palmer is doing his strength and conditioning there.
2: What about that other spot that Latoria trains at? Uh, phase One.
1: Phase One. Yeah. So yeah. Phase One.
0: I think it's out of. It's, they closed down. Okay. They closed
1: down. Yeah, but well, Reggie Hobson is still there. Um, he was training Latoria. Yeah. He, he trained me actually uh, um, for many years uh, with strength and conditioning kind of training. Um, but there's tons of gyms here and everyone that comes to visit, they're like, man, the cost of living is a third of what it is where I'm living. There's gyms that I can train. No state taxes. No state taxes. I can train legs at this gym, back at this gym. You know what I mean? We didn't even name lift factory. Yeah. Jim mentioned it. I i I missed
0: it, but I also, I train at Kilo club, Mm -hmm. which is super exclusive, expensive, but obviously you guys, it's a far distance for you. But, um, yeah, I mean. The gyms are just like any equipment you want. We used to brag about going to LVACs, like the one-story ones, yeah. Whether it was Maryland or Sahara, uh, because yeah. they had the best leg, leg equipment, equipment. But now, like, there's a lot of leg equipment that rivals those spots, and yeah. hopefully, uh, elevation will have all the specialized equipment too. I saw you guys FaceTime me from over there. Yeah, so I saw
1: that. I I, I wanted to Face you, FaceTime me while I was there because, you know, Angel has done such a great job of picking uh, all of our favorite. Pieces, you know what I'm saying. How many gyms are they going to open? Do you know? Are they just doing this one for I, now? I know for a fact they're going to do two here. The first one's going to be at uh, Rainbow and uh, Spring Mountain. Yeah, and they're looking for a space right now in the newer Henderson where I live, by Inspirata there. Okay. So, and uh, again, their goal is to have it nationwide, kind of like an LA Fitness, you know, and just kind of grow the, you know, the the value of the of the company. So. um, it, it's, it's, I believe it's like a, to describe it's like a hybrid of a fit club and a, and a dragons and an LVEC. That makes sense? Well, they all try
0: to be like the, the ultimate, right? Right.
1: Right. So it has like the, 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 the swag and the, the vibe of a fit club, the hardcore of a dragon and dragon lear and the, the mainstream of an LVEC. Do you ever miss the gyms in Toronto? Like where did you train when you were up there? So I trained at a gym gym called Extreme Fitness um, and Good Life. Those are Good like, Life's the big chain up there. Yeah, they're like an LVC mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. or an LA Fitness. Um, I don't miss them because they were just not as it's just commercial gyms. Commercial right. gyms, yeah. Um, however, Pure Muscle and Fitness. You know, if I've been fortunate to be able to train in gyms all over the world. That that is the best gym I've ever trained at ever, Dorian. Has every single except for Steve Weinberger's gym and Steve Weinberger's yeah. gym, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're tied. Um, but you know, Steve's gym is like a museum, man. You go there, it's just yeah. so much
0: history, you know, it's a lot to see. So, in between sets, you can see all the famous people, it, that yeah. Were on you know, it's crazy,
2: even every time, like the last time we were there, he's been there for how long, 30 years, and he still would come up to Jay and I and go, Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything he I calls change? me all the time? Yeah. Still. What can I do? How can I yeah. make my gym better? How many gym owners after 30 years are still asking people that?
1: Listen, Steve's on that top. That shows you care. Yeah, he cares. He, he's on top of that. You know, he's always bringing in the newest piece or whatever his, um, his members want. He, you know, he, he brings it in and he has a big bodybuilding um, NPC, IFBB pro guys that are training there and females and he makes sure they have everything they, they need and want. So yeah, you're right. How, how hard is it to find motivation these days? Because I know
0: sometimes like you've been talking about competing again, which I've been highly against. Yeah. Uh, like, so you're like, I need to get in shape. Yeah. So like a lot of our viewers and listeners for our podcast, they have a hard time sticking to a plan. So how are you staying motivated? Like right now you said you just lost 20 pounds. I know you kind of, you know, you said your focus was on Jen. How are you finding that balance now like, do you pick a certain time to train? Um, are you doing meal prep? I know you're sponsored by
1: MegaFit, Megafit means, right? Yep. Uh,
0: like, how difficult is it without an end
1: goal in place? So initially, you know, I was just telling myself, and then when you tell yourself something, you believe it, right? Oh, this is—I don't have anything to work towards. You know, like you said, there's no end goal. Um, usually, when I would do this, it was for a photo shoot for a show, and you know, when you're on stage, like you got to come correct, right? So. What is, what is the motivation? And, you know, I, I, was, I would tell people, oh, I've been on a diet for 15 years. So I want to eat whatever I want to eat. And um, my wife, Jen, is, she showed me really this off-season that she can have her cheat meals, eat clean during the week, do her cardio. She did cardio every day, every single day this off-season. And she showed me what the balance. perfect balance was. And even though I know it, um, I never really practiced it that way because yeah. I was always getting ready for shows. So now um, I was just going over I was just going overboard with the eating and eating out and being social and stuff of like that, you know? Like we always discuss Dude, this. I,
2: I I do this every day. I give I justify why I can give <laughs> shit. Yeah. And it's so fucked up. Like I'll be like, well, my physique doesn't pay my attention. You're adults. such a fat fuck.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me something I don't know. When Jay tells me, Are you a fat? When he asks me, Are you a fat fuck? Then I know. It's time to fucking do some cardio and yeah. clean up the food. And I have no excuse. I mean, I have, like, I have a member at all the gyms, you know, Jen is there to help me or, you know, just to support me. And I have MegaFit meals. I have HD muscle, Transcend. I have everything. I got the key to the castle, man. I have no reason not to be. So you're just shape. a fat fuck then. For I'm no just reason. a fat fuck. <laughs> but, you know. Well, no, I mean? you're working towards so, like, so you. You're finding
0: motivate you. So you're telling me basically your wife is keeping you on track yeah, at this point. Yeah.
1: She's, she's, she's been so my being motivation. around that yeah.
0: is definitely. So as she preps for Olympia now in December, yeah. do you, are you working to get in better shape?
1: Yeah. So now that she started her prep, like last night, I was like, you know, on the weekends we have whatever. We go to Barry's to on the weekends. We go to Barry's. Shout out to, to yeah. The Barry's. yeah, Shout out to Barry's, Yassine and, and uh, Chef Barry over there. Yeah. Thank you for all the love. Um, I saw the desserts, man. The yeah. carrot cake and shit. Dude. It's my favorite. I know it's your favorite. Did That's you Jen's favorite too. I didn't have any. I just had a little bit of the. Did uh, she eat that? She ate it. Wow. Not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> she had a few That's bites. Like a thousand calories that shit. Yeah, and then our guests that were visiting us from Canada, okay. we told them to take it. You know, take it to yeah. hotel. But um, yeah, she's she's been my my motivation. You know, um she's just so focused, man. She never she never deviates from her program. So it's it's very admirable. You know when. To see someone as, as focused as her, and she her identity is not being Miss Olympia. That was my identity. So when I when I lost and my life changed, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Because that was my identity, which was yeah, a which was a a bad place to be. Bad place to be. It was a, a mistake. You know, I didn't feel like I was um, good enough for anything else because that's that was my my greatest point of my life, right? So um, now, being around her, she's really inspired me to you know just just take care of myself. I
0: feel your business is better too. Like you're structured. Like, you know, when we talk and we talk, you know, I talk to you probably more than I talk to anyone throughout the day. Right. And I always say, what are you doing now? Or this and that. And it's like, you're buried in your computer working on online people which is great you don't do as much like face-to-face training these days right yeah
1: not not as much in would you though would
0: you if people uh, were listening to this and they wanted to come and train with you in vegas or
1: so yeah sometimes people will hit me up and say hey can i can i I train with you and then you know i'll i'll accommodate that um my online clients that are living in different states or cities they'll they'll come in you know for a couple days so jen and i can look at them and pose with them and I'll offer, you know, or they'll ask if we, they can train, and I'll train with them. But as a, a weekly schedule, I'm, I'm not really interested in, in doing Are that. Are you
0: surprised that you have as much female demographic on your
1: roster as the male side? So at first, it was mostly males, and now it's mostly females. And I think it's, well, I don't think. I know it's because of Jen's success. Um, people so s- they
0: feel you know what you're doing? Yeah, so.
1: they feel like I know what I'm doing. And they see that I'm with her from every step of the way. So yeah. they know that my involvement is, is pretty deep. Um, but I, I, enjoy tr- I enjoy coaching women because I feel like, in my experience, women are more uh, compliant. Um, they never have money issues. They never ask why. or I mean, Even if they did, I would tell them why. But they, don't, they just follow the plans. As opposed to men, sometimes men come into this acting like they know more than I do. So I always say, well, it's a testosterone well, thing. Yeah. And do, do it yourself. That's what I say. I said, why did you hire me? You, you put know? them in waist trainers? Men? Yeah. And no. women. I, I, I mean, most of the women already do it. Um, and I explained to them, this is not going to atrophy, you know, body fat, uh, muscle or <laughs> yeah, burn yeah. body fat, you know? <laughs> I said, listen, this is something that's going to keep you, your midsection erect, and it's going to keep you conscious of shallow breathing while you're. Do up. you know Hani tr- bought me a waist trainer? I remember that. And I said, what the fuck am I going <laughs> to yeah. do with this
0: thing? And he wanted me to wear this waist trainer. All day. He sent it to I me. I
1: remember. And I said, dude, come on. Yeah, you never wore it. Yeah. But it does, it does help with, uh, you know. It
0: does help like, like keep, this. It's yeah. going to keep you like we're just yep. sitting up, like we lean over and right. whatever else, right? It
1: keeps you conscious of being, you know, keeping your midsection controlled all the time, for sure. How many qualified women in the bikini division for the it's Olympia?
2: Over. When I looked at it up last, it's over, it's over 40, it's a lot, man. It's going to be over fifty by the time it's done. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Because they're still what the top three in points, yep. and there's like forty one or forty two, and there's wait, like I said, there's I, when I looked up the schedule last, there's eight or nine open men shows still. Yeah, the only one that doesn't count for this year after I spoke to the Olympia people. Is the second Spain show? Wow, that's at the end of November or mid-November. Okay, Romania this year counts counts for this year. So whoever won Romania last year, which was Samson, yeah, he's no, not Samson. Um, no, he won Prague. Whoever won Romania last sure. year and this year, both guys are going to qualify for the same. It oh, good, this year. good. So I mean, how if many bikini shows is there? I don't know, man. they will probably be fifty-five. 60 bikini girls Yeah, I, close to 70 men's physique there's over 50 classic already
1: the judges have their hands full but you know i feel like it's very good for the business you know um i feel like bodybuilding is getting and fitness and bikini and all the divisions are getting that that allure again i feel since uh jakewood and dan solomon took over the olympia um it's much more appealing you know the, the, i feel like they're outlining the, the winners at, with star power again. Again, I feel like the allure is back when it comes to th- that, that prestigious contest. However, I feel like a contest of that prestige, sh- you know, having that many competitors kind of gets trivial. It, you guys created a lot of YouTube content now, though. Yeah, we're doing a lot more YouTube content now. It's, you what's, know,
0: uh, what's the YouTube channel that you guys are promoting right now?
1: Um... Jennifer Dory, uh, I feel like Bust. Busted. Busted, I don't even know. Um, you could just Google it. We'll pull it, it Go, up. go yeah. to
2: YouTube, yeah. Mark Larry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's just Jennifer Dory. But you guys yeah. are doing a lot, showing the lifestyle, and, yeah, and how sh- important is that meaty do you feel to continue um, the visibility? Um, because you would travel into a lot of shows, but you've kind of – you guys have kind of stepped back a little bit from that. I remember you said that I, you were cutting the travel a little yeah. early this year to kind of re, regroup and focus on the training.
1: Yeah. So last year, you know. i were everywhere last year. You we were everywhere last year. And I just wanted Jennifer to be at all of the big events, all of the small events. I wanted to show that we support the NPC and the IFBB Pro League, not only you know, we, we, not only do we talk the talk, but we walk the walk, you know, and that's part of our commitment to the, to the organization because we love this organization It's created a lot of opportunity for us. It puts food on our table and that's our way of giving back. We went out of our own pocket to all of these events. Um, and it was important to me for Jennifer to engage with her fans. And I felt like the best way to do that was being present and doing this with intention. Our intention was for her to engage with her fans and her to have become familiar with judges and and show promoters and people within the business, you know. Um, I wanted everyone to know Jennifer off the stage, not just on the stage. And she's so articulate. She's lovely and everybody loves her. And that, that was important to me and obviously to her as well. So, you know, her being amazing on stage is one thing, but for people to know her character, I felt that was more important. Uh, this year, we're not traveling as much because she's defending her title this year, and I know what that's like, right? So I wanted her to just be in a really good place, you know, with not too much travel and too much stress or anything like that. And we have two dogs that, you know, like are, are, are children, and um, one of them is getting older. So we just want to spend as much time with him. As possible. And um, she's just so zoned into her prep right now that I don't want anything to distract, distract her. her. Yeah. yeah do I you wonder. do
0: commentary at the Olympia?
1: I do commentary, yeah, for the men's physique division. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing it this year? Yeah, I'm you? doing it this year again. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoy that, you know. Is um, it hard to critique your uh, the people
0: that you competed with at one point or like some of these guys, they feel like you're disrespecting a little bit when you have to make critical uh points about their physiques or do you not really get too deep into
1: yeah i don't get hard critiques i don't get too deep into the hard critiques you know and i feel like i have a good relationship with a lot of the guys um you know a lot of the guys um are very respectful even this guy that just won daniel he said he i'm the reason why he got into men's physique and for me that's an honor you know
0: i've heard it a million times yeah that's That's
1: crazy you know to me like when i hear that i'm like I don't know if it went over my head or I just didn't realize, but a lot of these guys started this because of me. And it's, like I said, it's such an honor. I, I told him he made my day, you know, like, because I feel sometimes like people forgot about me. Um, and I it, feel that way. Yeah. I feel think. like people forgot about me. And, you know, you know, we discussed this before, like I came in when social media was just you know, starting. I started fizzling out when it, social media started getting very, very popular, you know, Instagram and these types of of things and me being a little bit older than the guys that are competing with the younger guys are a little bit more savvy with digital stuff right so they were posting more and creating more content and it's become kind of a popularity game um you know who has the, f- the followers and stuff like that i know matt's brought that to my attention a few times about uh engagement and these type of things so um when i critique them i just keep it real and i give my opinion i you know i make sure i i know i know how I, i'm Yeah. i say in my opinion you yeah. know what i'm saying because then if it's your if Nobody's wrong for their opinion. Right, exactly. Opinion's an opinion. Yeah. So what's right, the, what's
0: the peak age, though, at men's physique? Like, we're seeing, like, the shift in open bodybuilding. Like, the guys are getting better into their 40s. 40s, which yeah. In my early era, that didn't exist. Like, I mean, Lee Haney retired at 31. So right. if you had to say, like, what a good age. Like, uh, you mentioned the younger guys. Like, Buendia came in in his early 20s. 20s, yeah. Like, is, is, are the guys, a lot of the good guys not in their 30s? Or they get that far? Or?
1: You know, it's it's hard to say. I like to be optimistic and tell guys, it doesn't matter how old you are, anything can be accomplished, you know? I mean, I turned pro at 31. I won my first Olympia, my first and only Olympia at 33. And I guess that's considered older for men's physique. So... That's
0: why I'm asking you, because, like, how old's, like, a Brandon and a uh, Banks and... I
1: believe those guys are, like, in their early 30s. Okay. Or mid-30s, you know? So... Um, but they started off younger than I did, and Jeremy was younger as well. Um I mean Jeremy I don't think he's even 30 yet, is he? I don't know. It's pretty close. I mean yeah. So it it just depends. Who else is in their th- in their thirties, Matt? Matt knows these analytics the, better than I do.
2: Not the the men's physique guy. Oh, the open guys?
1: No men's physique the men's physiques.
2: So what about Chiron
1: uh holding? I, I think Chiron is in his Early thirties as well. At the gym the other days. Yeah, he no, lives here in like Vegas Like he's now. gotten
0: third a couple of times, and yep. he we got knocked back a little bit last year, yeah, right? Yeah, incredible but physique. He just won a show. He says he's competing at the Legions. Mm-hmm. That's what he was getting ready for because he looked good when I
1: saw yep. him. He poses really nice. Uh, he moved. He moved to
0: Vegas. He left yep. you know San Diego, San Diego to come out yeah. here, and mm-hmm. like we talk about all these guys trying to further their careers. There's, you know, yeah.
1: I, I mean. You know, visibility is something you always told me about. And, you know, if, if, if you're not getting seen online often, you need to be seen in person as well, I think. So I don't know what his, his business structure is when it comes to, you know, getting out there. But um, nice guy, super nice guy, you know, always pleasant. Does he have
0: a shot to be up there? I
1: think he does. I think he does. I think, you know, he... But I feel like the guys that are getting the love are the ones that just kind of have that wow factor. You know what I mean? And not saying that Chiron doesn't have the wow factor, but I feel like, you know, the guys that are, you know, in the face of the NPC news online and, you know, they're, you know, doing interviews and these type of things, being more involved. Um, I think that's, that will help because, you know, you get seen more. Um, so it it just depends. I mean, ultimately it's about the physique, right? Um, and Brandon's been, he's been the signature for the past three years. So I think- Do you think Brandon can do, get number four? I think he can.
0: It, is, it, is he already won? Is it three? He's won it, three. Oh, yeah. so he so won he's two, won two in one a one row. Room. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think he can. I think he can. And I think that people, at, people's attentions are on the newer guys, like Aaron and this Daniel yeah. guy and some other guys that were coming up. Like he, that guy that I was talking about, uh, Daniel, he beat Andre, Hani's guy, you know? And I feel like Hani's guy was a favorite going into yeah. Andre is very good, and he's he very popular. Second. He got second. Yeah,
0: and he's very. And he's fun. the biggest social media person there is, right? Oh, for sure, for in the men's division. physique. Yeah, he's yeah. got over like five million.
1: Yeah, on Instagram. And don't forget, Sadiq is also coming back. Oh yeah, yeah, he's qualified for. He's the qualified. Olympic, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he won the Pittsburgh Pro. Wow. You know, that's, that's something he. Always I saw to him. Do. Yeah, I saw him compete there. He looked good. Very good. Very good. Um, so it just depends, man.
2: That you know, I didn't, I didn't really think about it. it didn't click in my head that there's only been four men's physique Olympians because you don't really really sit down and think about it think of bikini came in and how many has there been there? well
0: how many classic guys have there been Bumstead and
1: brian yeah. danny, danny, danny hester danny hester, hester was there's the been first, four yeah. and,
2: and men's physique's been around two times as long yeah. the same amount so so who who so it's, it's bumstead
1: brian well well danny, danny hester, hester won the first hester.
2: one then bumstead i mean uh then brian and then
1: bumstead bumstead, bumstead. bumstead. Three. so three i'm yeah. sorry yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah three. why was that three four yeah
2: three so, and that's only been around for three, four,
1: five, six years. Yep. Three champions.
2: What about classic? Do you follow classic?
1: I love, I love the classic physique <laughs> uh, division. I mean, that's something that I wish I competed in. Do you think um, do you think there's guys coming up that could beat Chris? Urz. Ramon. Chris, Chris is pretty dominant, man. Of course. I mean, th- I mean people, can, people see these guys and it's exciting because they're new and they're, they're really good. But there's just something about Chris, when he comes out, it was like Jay, when Jay, there's just something about Jay and Chris, when they come out and they hit certain shots, you're like, Phew, that's a fucking rap. You know, like. He's wide, you know. He's yeah, wide. He's so wide, he's tall. He's tall. Structure. Structure. He knows his shots. Yeah. He hits them well. He hits them well. You just don't want to take your eyes off of him. And I, and I, and he does it with confidence because he's not a cocky guy. He does yeah. it with confidence. And, you know, you got to give him props, right? The guy has an autoimmune disease, right? He has some health issues. um, And he's a bigger frame guy. He was a bodybuilder, so he has to keep his weight under control in the off season. Like I said, he'd be wearing shorts and a t-shirt and he'd look like a normal guy and he'll take his shirt off and you're like, what the fuck? If I remember right, he told
2: me he could gain like another eight pounds for his height. Oh, really? So he's still not maxed out. There you go. He can be like, I think it's 240 because he's over 6'1". Yeah, there you go. So he could get even bigger. Yeah. But and, what about some of these other guys that are coming oh up? Oh yeah.
1: So uh, the other guy and, 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 you know, people like, like myself, they forgot about me. They kind of forget about Breon. But Breon, like his last Olympia looked incredible. I think it was this. It sp- great. The guys were all great. It could
0: have tossed like. You know what I mean? No one, lo- I mean, I mean, look at, look at the Arnold Classic, like the,
2: the Ra- all those Ramon, guys. The yeah. Ramon guy coming up yeah. from Brazil. Is and then
1: Terrence, like again, Terrence you see Terrence is unbelievable. He's yeah. unbelievable. He's so complete. He has it all, you know, in the condition ramon so now the 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 new breed or the the new blood of of classic is ramon and earths two guys handsome guys tons of following internationally and they have a lot of fans here so they're see i when i
2: when i think of that division i think one of those guys would have a better shot because they're tall yeah and in order to beat chris he can't overwhelm that right he's still going to because of how wide he is right these other guys are near his height, so he doesn't look as overwhelming as dominant as someone shorter. Right?
0: There's other guys though that would that just are going to come out of the oh, woodwork this year. You yeah, know, that sure. we're not even counting in because they're just not on our radar. There's fifty guys. I don't know that division that as well. There's yeah. some good guys. how many? 50, fifty already? Oh shit! Over right 50.
1: fifty. A lot, and it's like all the guys are good from yeah. the from the the new to the, the to the season guys, and like you mentioned, when you put a shorter guy near Chris, you that's full of quality, it's hard to look at them because Chris just looks so, like you said, overwhelming. So overwhelming yeah. And now when you put him beside Ramon and Earths, you know.
2: They got smaller waists, but they're not as dominant, but you, your eyes aren't as just automatic to Chris. Sometimes right. you go, man, this guy's okay, okay.
1: Right. I just think Chris is going to be hard to beat. Um, yeah. and, I, and I know that he's aware of the guys that are coming up who are very good. Yeah. now so he i feel like this will be his best look this year i hope so yeah i hope so too
2: we all, the, the bigger any one of these guys gets the more it helps the sport right. now one other division we should talk about obviously because you're super close to it we haven't even spoke about it bikini <laughs> yeah eh, because your wife's the reigning champion yeah. so talk about the the girls that you see obviously you're you're going to be biased towards your wife winning but sure. you see other girls that have really good qualities that you can talk about saying wow this girl could do it or I'm, Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, I'm also very happy that the bikini division has become very, very competitive as well. Yeah. It's not just like two or three girls that are like, okay, well, they're automatic, you know? Yeah. I mean, there is that element as well, but um, there's a lot of girls that are coming up that are winning pro shows that are going to be compared to the, the top girls. And yeah. I feel like there's going to be some.
2: Bikini for me would be the hardest division to judge. So hard. And this is just again my opinion. You could take the girl that f- gets first in fifteenth, yeah. and you can make an argument yeah. and not be wrong for them to swap.
0: Yeah. So that. who was third last year? Uh, Maureen. Maureen. Okay, so I thought she was fourth. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so maybe she was third. got third. Maureen yeah, was Ashley got third. Ashley. Got okay, third. so you have Jen, who's obviously, and then Laura Lee, who's taller and yep. like. You know, it's a whole different look, yeah, right? Totally completely if, different look. And then if Ashley, Ashley, who's unbelievable by the way, like to go from winning and basically revitalize her career and totally come back up, yeah. and she must have been ecstatic with the third place finish. Uh like,
1: how do they judge it? <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, because they you all know look know good more to about me. Yeah, team, yeah, So, you're, you're so, I, so all I focus on is Jen's best look. And that's when she started really taking off because Jen has glutes and hamstrings and quads and round shoulders. You know, she, her physique is very round and, and bubbly. Okay. Which right. is
0: sometimes not what they judge.
1: Though. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Right. So I had to make sure we had to make sure that she had a more compact physique with the conditioning and her waist is insane with that roundness. I didn't want to. I wanted, to, I wanted to keep the integrity of her look without saying, okay, let's try to look like this. I said, let's, we're, we're, we're setting the standard for her best look and we're going to go into it hoping that this is the standard that they're going to choose. And that's what they did. Yeah. Right. So she's not looking anorexic yeah. or super depleted, striated. I, I wanted to show her strength with his, which was her shape. Right. And, the condition was just on point where it was not too, too much separation and yeah. not, not too soft, I should say.
0: I thought it was pretty clear cut. You and I were sitting watching the show, yeah. and we like, both agreed, like, okay, she's got after, this, After right?
2: So we, I was at Tampa, and I think, what'd she get? Third. Third. Yeah. And then when she came back, obviously she qualified, yep. and I think she did the Arnold then. Yep. And you saw the Arnold look, and you said, "Okay, if, if she mimics this, yes. Yes. she's in the driver's seat," and she did. So right. but we kinda, we
0: were sitting at the Olympian; it was pretty like, "Okay, she's yeah. going to win this." Thing, yeah, right. I figured right. she
2: was going to win that one. Right. It's just, man. It's it's just that would be the hardest. I would not want to judge it.
1: It's hard because it's, and I mentioned, in, I think one of the um, the JTV um, interviews that we did with her that people think, or in our YouTube, people think that bikini is just like this easy thing, you know. Um, oh bikini workout or a bikini this but finding that perfect balance of shape structure condition stage presence and poise is so hard because you can't be too much or too little right and um you know her presentation has has evolved and become much better so she's feeling more confident and that's i think where her weakness was she was feeling a little shy or bashful and now she's come out and she, she went for it and she was rewarded for it now. Right. So now being the champion, she's confident. So, um, you, you're going to see a much superior look this year, even though that was the best look for her. And she won the title that way, but because she's been rested and her, her mind is yeah. in such a good place, her body's responding so well, like before she hits her front pose this year, you'll know who the winner is. Yeah. You know,
2: she, I've, I've always said this with bikini and, and I always would always use Stacy Alexander and India Paulino as an example. They Super didn't have the, swag. They didn't have the best physiques. But when they walked out there, the other girls got intimidated by yeah. them. Yeah. Because they were so kind. Con- and Angelica was like that. Yes. She was so confident that yes. the girls around them would kind of crumble a little bit. Totally. And if you have
1: the physique and the confidence. Totally. You're in the driver's seat. Totally. Yeah. You nailed it, man. I think that's 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 what it is. And you know, so you know, of course I'm aware of her her the competitors, right? Laura Lee Chapado from Canada as well. They're good friends. They know each other for a long time. They came up together. Laura Lee turned pro a year before she did. Um, they'll battle. They'll battle. Maureen, <laughs> the, yeah, Maureen. She she the she's the, pretty dangerous. She's, she's dangerous. She's odd card, yeah. oddball to me. Yeah, in. she's 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 dangerous. She has a very unique look. She has a nice shape as well, um, and she's just kind of like Quinton. Give her a couple years. And, you know, she'll, she'll really fill out to, you know, her best look, I think. But she, who knows what she's going to show up with this year, right? Um, but Laura Lee, standing by herself, you're like, me as Jennifer's, you know, husband and coach, I'm like, okay. She's, she's she, a good look, yeah. She, she looks very dominant when you look at her by herself, right? And then you put her in a lineup, especially beside Jen, her upper body is a little bit too hard, and then the lower body suffers a little bit in the condition. So the, the, the balance of condition is off and I feel like she has a longer torso and shorter legs. So when you put her beside Jen, who has, I feel the perfect symmetry, then you start seeing imperfections. Right. Yep. And you can argue that Laura Lee has like better condition, but is condition what they're looking for in the bikini division. Right. Yes. So uh, I think they're going to battle. I think Laura going to bring her best. And she's undeniable. she really she really she really is because she has a lot of strong tools, but yeah. Jen is also undeniable in the fact that she has the overall perfect physique when it comes to bikini yeah. and you know, I think just her look and her hair and everything that comes along with it, you know the you know who
2: we haven't mentioned and I always I always think of when Issa Pacini yeah. nails it,
1: yeah she's so she nails it. Listen, if you want to be critical, Issa Pacini, she's an Olympia champion and yeah. a deserving one. But when she turns around, yeah, she can't compete with Laura Lee and Jen and the glutes, yeah, and the hamstrings. That's where she, that's her, her front and side pose. And are, Ashley, yeah, Ashley. We didn't even talk about Ashley. Yeah, so Jen, Laura Lee, and Ashley, and Maureen are the heavy hitters when it comes. What's, to what's
2: the girl's name? I, don't
1: know, I forget it. The girl that just won Tampa. She's from Vegas. Yeah, Amy. Yeah, very good, Amy Velasquez. Yeah, but like, sure.
2: I saw the pictures and I was like, "Wow, yeah.
0: this girl's really good."
1: She's very good. She uh, also is a, a fit body fusion okay. athlete. Will she be
0: a runner this year?
1: I think she's going to get a good look because she won two pro shows. But then she just did the Nashville show and played second. Oh, that was this weekend. This weekend, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's Jen won, won that, that show that last sucks year because that can hurt your momentum. It's going it to totally hurt her momentum. So, who won it? You um, know, or
0: was it just another girl that? Um, Isn't
1: a big, big name. Oh, um, what's her name on it? Uh, uh, Vanya. Vanya won it. And Vanya, amazing physique, amazing shape. She just hadn't nailed her condition. Yeah. And she finally nailed the condition. Yeah, lovely girl. Super cool. But she had placed behind her, I think, at the other shows or not? I think so, yeah. I think so. And uh, Amy, her lower body is incredible. And then the upper body is not Develop like the lower body, so she has some, some, some symmetry imbalances. Yeah, you know
2: what I love about bikini though too. You'll see some girl that will that'll come out that you've never heard of, and you'll look at them and go. I I remember the first time I was at uh the first show and Margaret NAR competed, Mm -hmm. and she walked out and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" (laughs) It was her pro debut and she smoked everybody. She had she nailed it yeah. and you never heard of her just some girl from Iceland yeah. and at the Olympia you're going to see some girls that are there that we might not have seen that won a show in Poland yep. or somewhere else that yep. that, are, that could, be a, could be a factor.
1: So I'll tell you what's special about this Olympia. Ashley Kalwazer, three time Miss Olympia the highest pro wins of, all, any of all time. Yeah of any division. Issa Pacini Olympia champion Janet Leog Olympia champion Jen gets to beat all of them this year. That's good. And then put the stamp on it. And then the Undisputed. other thing I would
2: say too, all of those and and then if you add Laura Lee, Laura Lee and yeah. her six Arnold <laughs> champions yeah. that are yeah. in that group. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, we're very excited about it. Jen is looking she forward be to pumped, it. Hell yeah. She's super pumped. And this is what she wanted. She wanted to be in the lineup of the best of the best. Yeah. And um we're excited, yeah. It's gonna be great. Good, what man. do you think? I think it's great, you know. Yeah. I guess he... Decided who he's picking for the
0: Olympia
2: bikini <laughs> division. Sure. Uh, he's not going to come out public. He's going to keep it quiet. Yeah. You think Rami
1: repeats? Man, I like Rami a lot. Um, we haven't seen him. You know, we haven't seen him. We and him I mean, we saw him at three thirty-six. Yeah, that we saw video. that one picture. And you know, you can't translate what people post online. I know, I know. because yeah. you see these guys yeah, in, in backstage, and you are like, what the fuck? <laughs> they look crazy online. Not Rami, but just sometimes people in general. People, yeah, in yeah, general. Yeah. You see these guys online, and, and then you see them in real life, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so you just never know. But I think you guys would agree. The guys that are getting or being the most progressive are Nick Walker and Hunter Labrata. Yeah. Can Nick pull it off? I
0: can think, Nick Walker win the Olympia?
1: I think he can. I think he can. There's a and lot of talk about it there's right a lot lot, Yeah, there's a lot of talk about him and a lot of talk about it. Nick is young, and Nick is very focused. You know, whatever he's he, as focused, as anyone I've seen. Whatever he does in his personal life is, who cares? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. You know all the the, the details about you know. I know he's very working with a friends new
0: friends with him though. I mean, yeah. you talk to him pretty often, right?
1: Uh, not as often as, as before. I, I you know he moved and um, you know he just. I don't like bothering people when they're when they're you know focused. He's, he's very dedicated, dude. He's very dedicated. He trains his ass off. And he, he just says it like it is. you know. He's not one that's going to come out and be like, ah, oh, this, that. He's like, this is what I'm doing. My goal is to be the best in the world. And uh, a lot of people didn't think he can win the Arnold, and they didn't think he can do certain things, and he proved them wrong. Did you, you know? see
0: Clarita when he was here?
1: I did, yeah. How huge is he? He's huge, man. He's so round. Yeah, crazy, right? He's wearing like, you know, he wears like a 5X T-shirt. I know, I know. When he should be wearing like a 2X I mean, he just likes wearing them big, but you can just see everything right through that shirt—chest, shoulders, everything's crazy. I saw Jamie the Giant too. He'll be, cool he's guy.
2: competing at the Arnold UK.
1: Yeah, Jamie the Giant, love that guy. Well, he's a got a
2: show guys before, that, before
0: be. that, though, doesn't he? Or he's doing—he's he doing Italy. Italy, yeah. Okay, okay, Italy. yeah. Because we would have liked to grab him. Yeah, and, uh, those guys kind of wearing it. I was away this weekend, but yeah,
1: you know, Jamie uh, when he comes to Vegas, I spend a lot of time with him. The foreign guys, they're just so like grateful, you know. When they come here, they're like, "Why doesn't he move here, dude?" He, Does it's, he talk it's, about it. At it's all? different for him, you know. He's got a wife and a family. He's, they got kids and stuff, so um, it's not that easy just to pick up when you're. Of course, and it's not like Kamal when he came over. Yeah, you know? he lives in Tampa. Yeah, now. I actually got to speak to Kamal backstage at the Texas. What a nice guy, man! Yeah, I love that he's guy. A great guy. He's so nice, and he's like, you know, I brought my kids, you know, to have a better life and. He's, he's amazing. I mean, and especially in that lineup, dude, he's right there in the mix with everybody, you know? So
2: yeah, we didn't really talk about the two 12.
1: Well, cause we don't know who's, if
0: Lunsford's actually going to do it or okay, not. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. Should Lunsford get us
2: invite
1: your opinion? Invite to what? To the open. The open. Um, why not? You know, um, Jay and I saw Were you there in Pittsburgh?
0: No, I didn't go. Yeah. Time.
1: Jay, you remember we saw him on stage guest posing?
0: I mean, yeah, he looked the best because obviously he's, I mean, he's got the best shape, right?
1: And, and of the group, he was probably the leanest, so you could see more, yeah. right? You could see more shape. Yeah. But I believe he was, what, 260?
2: Yeah, or just under. Yeah. He's, he's in the mid-250s now. They actually pulled a scale out at the, that guy that came up to you and said, go stand on the oh, scale.
1: Yeah, he yeah, did yeah, it yeah. to Lunsford. He yeah, was yeah. like 256. There you go. So, I mean, for him to be really competitive, what does he have to be, like 240, 230-something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I thought I I had heard that he was already offered an invitation, just maybe not publicly, but we'll see. I mean, there's gonna usually they don't have to do an invite, right. but I mean it it it's definitely of interest to the fans, right? For sure. But we've decided, and this we talked about a lot of divisions today, which we haven't really spoke about on this podcast. This may be the most competitive Mr. Olympia of all time. And we say this every year, I know, I know. but this year, dude, to be in the top 10, we talked about it with Milos last week. Fuck, bro, it's going to be crazy it's to be, be, be in that top 10. If you're in the top 10, you're le- legit, because there's like 30 qualified there's guys.
2: There's right now qualified, qualified with points, yeah. and there's eight eight or nine more
0: shots. So there's guys that are going to be outside the top 10 that are damn good bodybuilders. Yeah. There, yeah. there could be like, guys,
2: look, and, and, and I know people get their feathers ruffled by this. There could be guys in the top five last year that could get pushed out. Imagine if a bunch of guys with crazy shape come into it and nail it.
1: I mean, why are people getting their feathers ruffled because of that? Well, it's you a, know how it, it is. It's, a, it's the truth.
2: Well, a lot of people believe where I, they place, they're only going to get better. No,
0: I know. But like I know like talking to the experts, just Milo even said, like he expects the top guys to be the top guys again. Oh,
1: yeah? Yes. Listen, here's a guy we didn't talk about, Samson.
0: Yeah, well, Samson we did talk about Samson. We he did. Could. He could move into the top five. See, everyone's talking about Samson, but I don't know really. I mean, I watched him at the Boston and uh, the, the Arnold, but. What do you think? I don't. I thought he was good, but he didn't place well, well enough to be like a contention to battle a Rami or a Hottie Chupin. Th- think he he got, got fourth or something. He, he yeah, got, no, I
2: think he got fourth at the Arnold. Okay. I think he got third, second or third at the, no, third. But he, everyone's Dude. saying how crazy this guy is because he's he's going to be approaching three hundred pounds and he has shape. He has a
1: nice shape, man. He has, he has, has a nice shape. Plus. He has a nice shape. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but G. He's, like, this he's is dense. This is going to be a. But very,
0: yeah, you're you're the you're the not the only person that said Samson. Samson, we keep yeah. talking and you keep bringing yeah. it up. Samson could be. He, he's he's Listen, guys But didn't right he now. compete against Regan and won or lost? He, he,
2: he competed against Nathan and Regan. Nathan Regan Regan beat Samson at the Egypt show, and then Samson beat Nathan and Regan in Prague. But then Nathan beat Samson the two shows before that. But listen, Nathan Dasher, dude,
0: we haven't even. No one's talking about Nathan because he has been
2: here for three years. No, but he well, will be. This is this here. a guy so that he's qualified for the Olympia. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah hell he's yeah. qualified every year. He just couldn't get here because of easy issues. Right, right. <laughs> and he's qualified. But why is no times. one
1: talking about him? Again, I mean. The social media thing, you know, like if you're not visible, people start forgetting, you know what I mean? And it, it, it could be a good thing or a bad thing because he could show up looking freaky and people go, what the fuck?
2: Remember Because you got to think Nathan's only done the Olympia twice. twice you yeah. got ninth and seventh and eighth.
1: And he's, listen, to look at him on stage, it, it, you, you keep your eyes on him as well because he, he poses well and his, his physique is freaky. Regan. Regan's coming. Regan's coming, listen, <laughs> he's coming. Yeah. listen, he's I, coming, listen, he's coming. He looks this,
2: this right. You just saw him.
1: He looks amazing
2: right he's now. Mid-290s. He's, and he's huge,
1: lean. He's huge and he's lean. Yeah. So, you know, don't count him out either. You know what no. I mean? I feel like he's one of my favorite guys, too, because I know him personally. And um, he's a Canadian. And he's a Canadian, <laughs> you know. But, you know, I feel like if Regan wants to.
0: Yes. Yeah, but like I said, if I were going to hold a Regan, I'd lock him in the house. Just lock him he up. He wouldn't man. be allowed to leave. Yeah. And he would just train. He's getting the training done, that's yeah. for sure. It's, you know? it's
1: four months. You know what I mean? Just shut it down for four months. Yep. You know, because, like I said, like his muscles look nice and he looks full and big and lean. So
2: yeah. I mean, even when we see him at the gym, it's yeah. like, and I know people give him shit. I haven't shit. seen him
0: lately, so he'll be a good judge. I'll yeah. be a good judge when and I he's see strong. him. He's strong.
2: He's, you know, people give him shit because he's using the newbie, and they're like, oh, <laughs> you don't live that much weight. It's like, he's Whatever. still doing... Three, You know, 385 on the incline for 10 with a pause and the newbie, yeah, yeah, which most yeah. people can barely do one plate with. Exactly. He's so strong as a bull.
1: Yeah, he's super strong. So I feel like he's in a good place right now. Um, he's here living in Vegas right now, and, you know, he's under the, the supervision of yourself. Kind of. So. <laughs> um what the fuck's he know i don't know shit <laughs> <laughs> all i do is guide that's it so i know he's got good people daddy right slim yeah daddy oh, slim <laughs> <laughs> i hope he gets you know compared in the mix because you know i think he's great so. see
2: see what, what we were talking about before with the tall guys that helps him, him
1: sure when there's a samson who's
2: six foot yeah when there's uh andrew jacked if the Crisow guy gets up there, Rami, you know, even like Rami, short, Rami's six feet tall. Yeah, yeah. He's my height. Yes. There's that's four. There's four guys right there. If Kuklo gets in the mix, yeah. Or there's a lot of guys that are six foot that have shape It helps someone like him. I'll tell
1: Ian Valier. He's like maybe five. He's my, he's my height. He's my height. He's
2: big. He's a massive dude. Wait, no one he's even thick. brings his name. Yeah, he's thick. You know.
1: So yeah, like Jay said, there's a lot of good guys that are going to get pushed. Yeah.
2: But you know who else you don't talk about? Bonac. Bonac,
1: yeah, very good too.
2: I mean, he he should he arguably could have won the Arnold. Yeah, he got his gyno fixed. Yeah, I mean, he brought, up, like he brought up his legs. His legs are back. Yeah. So why why aren't we talking about him as a contender? Who's
0: training him now?
2: Chad. No. So Chad got Rami? Yeah. Well, yeah, Chad is both. Okay. See, I, I you know when we were talking about predictions, I don't know why. I just I think Rami will win again. Yeah. Because I think Chad will make sure he's in shape. And if Rami's in shape, who beats him? Yeah, he got some of those crazy side shots with the legs and the
1: glutes and stuff. You know, yeah. And he's just
2: wide, man. He's just who beats him. Like, where's the weak point and if he, he's in shape? And he doesn't fade into poses. You know, I mean, he
0: practices. Dennis yeah. James put him through he the drills. yeah. 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 Yep.
2: He doesn't fade. If he's now, if he's off, yeah. There's 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 a group of
1: guys that can go anywhere from second to tenth. Any yeah. one of those guys can. Yeah. Listen, guys. No one at this Olympia can be off. You gotta oh. you gotta be on because. Yep. Doesn't matter if you were first, second, or third last year, if you're off, there's guys that are right there, man, you know, to fill the gap. So,
0: yeah, it'd be a great Christmas uh, for some of these guys uh, coming yeah. off that.
1: So. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be at the uh, Planet Hollywood, at Zappos Theater, which is a phenomenal theater. You got to tour it, I, I, I to went and tour toured it the other day yeah. when they
2: were in town. I'd never seen it before. Oh, it's and great. You kind
1: of look around and you're like, oh, this shit's legit. Legit. <sighs> because that theater is set up for this type of production, right? Yeah. And if you've ever seen a show there, I've seen like, uh, who have I seen? Britney Spears and J-Lo and- I saw J-Lo there. The who first there? person that comes to his mind is Britney Spears. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah. Mark in the front row.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you saw a show there. So, you know, there's no yeah. bad seat in I the house. the Miss no. America or
0: whatever dude. Yeah.
1: Well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's exciting. And then the expo is going to be at the Venetian. It's back in Vegas. So we're happy with that because we're all local. Yeah. And then Jen's going to win it at her hometown. So- Where's that, Where's Jen's after party going to be then? We're, we're negotiating with some places right now, so <laughs> we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. Good.
0: Well, listen, we appreciate you coming yep. on, dude. I know uh, we Thanks, t- covered man. a lot of topics, and uh, I know we've been kind of itching to get you on. You were on time.
1: To, you actually came a half an hour early, which <laughs> was, was a shocker. I he was here I before you. I
0: yeah. know, he, well, I know, but I always show up at the end. You know, I yeah. just walk in and do what I do. But so um, no, man. Listen. Uh, congratulations. Uh, make sure you guys mark your calendars. The high roller event will be uh september 10th we'll all be there to support you thank uh your you, first you. production i know it's going to be over the top thank you and uh you know let's uh let's keep uh everything updated we'll be talking about jen and uh, of course uh, we'll have you back on at some point
1: i appreciate it man thank you so much for having me on